If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. T-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Yeah. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Woo. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. streets. The best two hours out of every week. Yeah. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy and Matt makes me sick. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. They know. The realest podcast ever. Woo. Woo. The realest podcast ever. Oh man, what's good, world? We're back. Realest podcast ever. Episode. I don't know the number. I'm on it this week. 105. Hey, episode 105. Jeezy didn't even make it to 105. I just I was looking at my phone. <laughs> so I knew where we was at. Jeezy, the snowman didn't even make it to 105. Uh, episode 105. Um, this is episode what three of the quarantine. They hate Jeezy, y'all. By the way, they're sick of Jeezy. I mean. Once I saw that he made a TikTok, I was like, "Yeah, this is it's pretty much a wreck." What's crazy is I'm just realizing because I'm like, "Damn, like why the fuck is that number working different for these headphones this week?" The headphones are up there. <laughs> <laughs> I have on the wrong ones. <laughs> Swear to God, as I just moved it, John. I'm Technical like, Wait. difficulties, difficulties, yeah. difficulties. All right, there we go. <laughs> now we're straight. Because I'm like, damn, it's always now number one. It's always some bullshit. Yeah. It's coming this motherfucker. I had, I had the wrong joints on. But yeah, Fucking headphones. They're, they're, Jeezy uh, proposed to the young Asian. Well, I don't even know if she's young. She ain't young. Yeah. She's, definitely she's Asian, though. Definitely Asian. But they went off the other day. I think they're dumb. I think Jeezy's finished. Jeezy's canceled. Yeah, Jeezy. And he's trying his hardest. He's dressing like an African, but it's just not working. It's all the bricks you sold and the shit that gets you canceled is marrying an Asian woman. I didn't. I don't know who. I didn't know who she was. She's from the real. I, I didn't even know what the real was. Like my sister had to tell me. I'm like, who is this person? And they like apparently she said some shit back in the day. Like uh, black men are like basically just for off like, a play. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. At the time, I think she was like married or engaged to a white guy. No offense, tell her. Was married to a white guy. And then she was like, uh, you know, my historically speaking, my dating experience has been, you know, the black guys are fun and da da da, but you don't want to commit with them. I like my white man. And I'm just oh, like, uh. I'm like, yeah, this is racist as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I don't know if you're knowing how this is coming off, baby girl. You little tone deaf. This is racist as fuck. Yeah, and, inter- and interracial uh, joints, man, they, they still bother people just on the strength. And I, I just be like, I don't, you know, like. I mean, unless you're in South Jersey, then it's like, yeah, whatever. Cherry Hill Mall, yeah, <laughs> it's then the it's capital. like, you know, whatever. But it's like, you know, we wouldn't have Obama, you know what I mean? If yeah. it wasn't for like interracial, you know. Wouldn't have me. Yeah, you, Drake. <laughs> Fucking, uh, I don't know, Quincy Jones' daughter has a show now, apparently. like Yeah, it's dropping Friday. I'm looking forward to that show because I'm running out of shit to watch. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> but yeah, I saw that shit the other day, the backlash from Jeezy, and I was like, why is everybody so mad? Then I, I found out with it. I'm like, I guess, but, you know. The thing is, people people are allowed to change their opinions. That's why I never understand the going to get tweets from somebody, like, when they become famous. It's so weird. Like, you know if we become famous, right? Like, the old tweets is just... Well, we scrubbed our shit already, so... But it's certain shit you just can't scrub. <laughs> the retweet of a retweet? Yeah, the retweet of a... Yeah, it's just... 
it's like you're allowed to change your perception or your opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, slavery ended. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like oh, we thought it was a good idea. Yeah. Our like, shit. It took hundreds of years. In but, a war. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it Look, ended. But it's like, you know, they'll go and get a tweet from this person or that person or that person, and it'd be, like, from eight years ago. And it'd be like, yo, you know you're allowed to, like, change your stance and what allowed you believe. Allowed to grow. You know, people change political parties yeah. and affiliations. Like, you know, that shit yeah, is I mean, just, there's certain words we just don't even use anymore. Like, they were, like, they're, they were daily normal. Normal. Regular. What up? You know, like, that's just how... Uh, what I say now? Uh, what up, ho? I ain't a ho. Like, that shit is real. Hey. So I never understand the, the holding people accountable for something that was said, you know, years ago. It's like... I, I don't know, man. I guess they just want everybody to, you know, if you if you are in, blessed enough to be in the public eye and be making money, people just want you to have, like, this pristine background. And it's like, nah. Nah. That's not really it. It's like, you know, Don Imus called them girls nappy-headed hoes, but, you know, he also donated a lot of money to a lot of different organizations and gave a lot of people jobs and shit. So it's like, yeah, was he kind of an asshole? Yeah, absolutely. The, the-, the crazy part is, you made me think about it with, with Imus, is like, he was that for years. Yeah. Like, you know, he's a, uh, what they call it? Um, shock a shock jock. jock. Yeah. Like, him and Howard Stern, they, they was that for like... For years. Yeah. And it's funny because yesterday uh, Ra had posted a joint. I saw Dion Cole was saying he got in an elevator with Damon Wayne's. And he was asking Damon Wayne's, like, yo, like, you know, Damon Wayne's a legend. He like, yo, well, next time you get on stage, Damon Wayne's like, oh, no, I'm done. Like, I retired. And he like, for what? He like, because you, you, you can't have an opinion now. He's like, that's just my answer to everything. He's like, people run up with the camera. How do you feel about, I'm an American. I don't have an opinion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you realistically can't. Yeah. He's like, comedy is like the last true form of expression. And it's crazy because I look back at like, you know, Chris Rock and, and uh, Patrice O'Neal. And even going back to like. Carlin. Going back further, like the Andrew Dice Clays and the, the uh, uh, Richard Pryor. Like. They couldn't do 80% of their routines. Now. Yeah, real shit. Andrew <laughs> like, Dice Clay Can you imagine the Dice yeah, Clay Dice Clay right couldn't now. walk out on the stage. <laughs> real talk. But it's, it's just crazy at how we've become, like, just so sensitive and just in this, like, cookie-cutter thing. Whereas if yeah. you come out of this in any way or if you believe anything that somebody else don't roll with, it's something wrong but with But at you. the same time, the weird part is, no matter how abstract or, like, off somebody's way of thinking is there's like an organization in like Alaska yeah. waiting to like support the bullshit. Like even if you on total bullshit, it's like an eight person group in Alaska that's like, no, that's our guy. Fuck out of here. Yeah, real talk. And but then it's like ninety four other groups in the continuous forty eight states that's waiting to get yeah. you the fuck out of here. Like, did you and, did you see a uh, Boosie on a Breakfast Club? I watched a good amount of it and then I cut it. I can't take but so much Boosie. And I, I love. I just Boosie. can't take so much a Breakfast Club. <laughs> I fucks with Boosie. I, I, I really, really fuck with Boosie. Just and me and him might not even see things the same way, yeah. but I just respect him because he literally is like, "The fuck is y'all trying to get me to sit down with Jay? What did this even got to do with?" with yeah, he said hey, we gonna get Jay on the phone and then he gonna three way Dwayne Wade. Like, what the? I, I'm not even in your world, right? Like, you know what I mean? And he literally said it was like, "Yo, my mama was on the same time. I'm like, I got a song on the album called Who Am I to Judge?' But that's what the fuck we do. That's what that's how y'all make money. All these Breakfast Clubs, all these gossip joints, Wendy Williams, all this shit." Y'all make money off of opinions about people. Yeah. It's just what it is. So when I got an opinion, because mines don't agree with yours or don't that align with yours, now it's like, oh, why are you giving an opinion? And it's like, no, it don't work like that. It, it really don't. Like, people died behind opinions back in the day. It's like, 
you can't get mad at me yeah. because I say or I feel how I say or how I feel. That's I'm different than you. Yeah. And, you know, I, I respect him for being on a tip. Like, man, I'm not about to sit down with Jay-Z and all this stupid shit. Like, I say what I say. I don't give a fuck if Jesus called me. You know, it just, <laughs> it's just real. That shit, is, it, it just is what it is. I, I, I think that shit is crazy at the way we act like that. Because I see it all the time with social media. Like, it's pics. Somebody say something. If it's the right person, yeah. then we this way. If it's the wrong person, we over here. And it just, that shit is just, I don't know. That shit is just madness. To me. I've had to dial in my jokes on social media. Like that ain't that shit wild. I had to dial like I'd be writing certain stuff. I don't even put it in the drafts. I'd be like, this is deleted. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even I, I think they're gonna hack my drafts. Like I don't even want no parts of this shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like like that's the reason why I deleted my Twitter page and I'm on the podcast page because it's like my opinion and my tweets kept falling into the wrong hands every single time. It's like, yeah. yo. Black feminist woman that wants to cut my nuts off. How did you get this tweet again? You don't follow me, sis. Like, and it kept happening with different ones. And I'm just like, after the ninety four thousandth time of being called ugly and poor, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and delete this page. Y'all won. I'm usually pretty confident, but this is I've had enough of this. I'm gonna go where the followers are two hundred and fifty people. Right, this shit is wild, and I we we really have reached a point in society where it's like, yo, your opinion don't align with the right person or go different it, motherfuckers will li- motherfuckers will haul off and slander you harder than what the original joke yes. or whatever and it'd be like are y'all reading the shit you watching <laughs> like, what this shit is crazy so yeah I, I saw that boosie shit the other day and i just was like when i saw the headline i'm like boosie refused to sit down with jc i'm like how did we get here <laughs> Like, how is that the start of this whole thing? Yo, I was watching the news last night, right? And this how you know ain't shit going on. I'm watching the news. The third story on the news was Meek Mill donates his Rolls Royce Phantom for the all-in challenge. I'm like, yo, people are dying. This is the third story yeah. on the fucking news today. The craziest part is throughout all of this nonsense is that the, the, the shootings and the murders are still, like, going up. Like a motherfucker. Like, like, like. Like it's normal. Almost like worse than normal. Yo, I was I was talking to my. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. yesterday, right? He's like, yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I'm down here on this fucking block, man. Damn it. This, these niggas going to war down here. My man just shot two niggas down here the other day. I'm just like, it's a quarantine. Oh. Like, why are y'all still sliding? Oh. On this I got some funny shit for you. I thought about you the other day. <laughs> Shout out Pimp, my, old, my my nigga Pimp. Mind you, Pimp, an older nigga. Pimp, like 48, 49. So just he an older black man. You know what I'm saying? So we we had the gig the other day, whatever, whatever. And Pimp telling me, you know, his son is a uh, last year of high school, whatever. He like 18. And he like, yeah, man, like, you know, I felt bad. Like, you know, he can't, you know, we had had like shit planned for his 18th birthday. Like, you know, we was going down to Florida and this, that, and the third because he played basketball. Like, they were supposed to go into some basketball camp, whatever, whatever. And he's like, we was going to go down there and go to Miami, you know, hang for the week. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So it's like now, you know, we can't do shit, whatever. So he's like, you know, I bought him some stuff, whatever, whatever. So he's like, I gave him my credit card the other day and let him just, you know, like, yeah, go ahead, you know, get yourself something, whatever, you know, whatever. So he's like, I come back home, I see a charge on the car for 800 So I'm thinking like, okay, I, I see it's uh, 
one of them, the, the, what was it, the sacks, sacks, some shit. I'm like, yeah. He was like, yeah, the nigga spent $800. So he like, okay, what, what, what all you buy? I was like, oh, I got some sneaks. He like, one one <laughs> pair of sneaks? So he's like, the sneaks come, whatever, whatever. He's like, he opened the box. He's like, Matt, they the ugliest fucking sneaks. He's like, they this fucking big. The sole is this big. So I'm like, well, what kind of sneaks? I, I'm pretty much zoning in on going. where they go. So I'm like, what kind of sneaks was that? He was like... Balenciaga, some shit like that. I'm like, Balenciaga. He was like, yeah, with this thick-ass fucking soul. So he put them on. I'm like, you look like a fucking Spice Girl with these motherfuckers on. (laughs) So he was like, and then they got... The then they get on the front of the shoe, it say 42. I'm like, what the fuck is that? He's like, Oh, that's the size, you know, European size. It got your size on the front. He's like, Well, you don't know your European size? He's like, nigga, I saw 40. I thought it was for Jackie Robinson. <laughs> yeah, listen. <laughs> when I tell you the whole break room was falling out the other day, dog. He said, I don't fuck it. I saw 42. I thought it was for Jackie Robinson. The fuck am I supposed to think I is thought that? it was for Jackie Robinson. <laughs> Dog, he had us dying off of that shit the other day. But yeah, like it's it's fucked up. Like you and it, it made me think about it. like yo, birthdays, all that shit is like everything is canceled. My birthday was canceled. You can't do shit, dog. I was supposed to uh I was supposed to go to fucking Dubai. Canceled. Yo, you know how crazy it is? Funerals ain't even like you you can't have a normal funeral, dog. It's crazy. I'm supposed as to shit. go to Dubai, canceled. I'm supposed to go to Morocco, canceled. I was supposed to try to sneak the tank weekend. Canceled. My homie the other day, he said on uh, Facebook, he's like, I'm currently at a Zoom wedding. This is the most depressing shit I've ever been a part of. My homie straight flat had to cancel his wedding. Now, he was happy about it, but that's a whole nother story. But he he said in these texts out all sad. I'm saying here like, bitch, you know good goddamn well you want to try and get married. We, we We are in a weird ass space. And it's like, we're at that fork in the road now in America where it's like, all right, are we going left? Or are we going right? It's Listen, like, man. what do y'all want? Do you want, you know, your paycheck or half your family might die? It's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's like, the, it's like, I mean. I mean, auntie getting up there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fork in the road we got to hit. I asked my aunt for the motherfucking uh, Jordan hairs back in fourth Yo. grade. Bitch played with me so, Yo. you know, she can go. She played with me Played with me about them aqua <laughs> She can go. I never really get over that. <laughs> But yeah, that's where we about to be at is like fork in the road status because it's like they're talking about wanting to open things back up. We might get hit with a second wave. Ain't no might. That's the you know, China's going through that shit right now. Yeah, like they true. opened everything back up, shut down all the facilities, sent motherfuckers back to their normal lives, flew all the doctors to Italy, and then they're like, "Oh shit, people getting sick again." Like, yeah, it's the niggas this fault. This is what happened. Yeah, <laughs> blame the niggas. <laughs> Real tough. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, like this is what happens. Like you know, when you have a fucking pandemic, it's not over till it's over. And I keep explaining to people. People, you know, I've been ahead of the curve on a lot of this shit, so people keep asking me about like my thoughts on the shit. I'm like, listen, <clears throat> until you get some form of rapid testing and or a, a 360 vaccine that just literally knocks the shit out in three days or whatever, you are not going back to your normal life. Mm-hmm. There was an announcement the other day. There is no live music concerts predicted until fall of 2021. How the fuck do you think you going to Cancun for Memorial Day weekend? Right. Like, if the weekend ain't can't go on tour, you ain't going to Cancun. Simple as that. So it's like, y'all got to take 
cues from the economy and look at what the fuck is going on, and you can kind of predict where you're going to be at with it. My stance was always, we ain't going back to semi-normal until June 1st. Matt said September. I'm starting to lean more on August-September now because it's just like, look at how this shit is going in terms of, like, they said PA is the next hotbed. My thing Philadelphia is a, in particular. My thing is this. If the numbers, again, it's so crazy because you, me, Ra, we're, we're numbers people. Yeah. And I don't, I don't really know how to, like, make an argument based off of that. You know what I mean? Like, literally, I had a conversation with an older nigga at my job, and it was like, yeah, Dwayne Wade is, like, the face of the Miami Heat organization. And he was like, over Zoe? And I'm like, bro. He leads the Heat organization in points. He leads the Heat organization in rebounds, assists, steals, minutes played, games played, field goals made. He like, yeah, but Zoe Weekend. I'm just like, (laughs) this is what I be talking about. Did you ask me for an actual analysis or just for more reason to get me the fuck out of here? Right, and it's just I can't make an argument based off of anything other than Numbers. I, yeah. I can understand nostalgia because we get into that a lot. Yeah. I can understand nostalgic feeling or where you was at when this dropped or, you know, AI had the hoes coming to Friday. I, I get all of that right. shit. But the numbers say something else. Yeah. So when we talk about this, Joan, and everybody's like, oh, a couple weeks, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still flying out L.A. In, in, in May. And I'm just like, bro, Philadelphia's highest death day was thursday you know what i'm saying like today is saturday like you understand what i'm saying so it's just like the numbers are still going up and up and up and up and up so you got mass testing to where it's just starting to get crazy like think about this temple isn't having a graduation for their graduates the leah core center right now is beds waiting for the overflow so it's like when you see shit like that you see these numbers you see you and just people you know Remember, I said on my IG story the other day, my shit, like, exploded because I was doing those questions. It was like, remember when three weeks ago, I don't know nobody with this shit, black people don't get it, all this. Now you're starting to see, oh, my my grandpa got it. My, yeah. my aunt got it. My, my, my cousin got it. My four coworkers got it. Damn, they had to shut down my office because 18 people tested positive. Damn, my coworker just died. R.I.P. Mike. R.I.P. Steve. And it's like... Yeah, the, yeah, like now it's getting closer and closer and closer to where it's it's, it's boxing you in. Yeah. So when you're seeing that day in and day out, I, I just don't understand how y'all possibly think you're going to Coachella. I don't see how people look at those numbers and the graphic that Governor Cuomo put up three weeks ago right. was 96,000 deaths United States wise. We're already past it. No, I'm saying just oh, so, open for United States. Yeah, the United, worldwide, we, we had like 25. Yeah, right worldwide, now. we had like a buck fifty. Exactly, but it's like, and sixteen thousand <laughs> was from New York. Looking at those numbers, that that would mean that L.A. is in that other eighty thousand. Philadelphia, Chicago, Houston, Dallas, San Antonio, yeah. Austin, Tampa, Tampa, Miami, like all of these other places are in that other eighty thousand. If New York only has sixteen. How the fuck do you think you're going anywhere with groups of people to do anything this summer? It's, it's like, how, like, and and the biggest problem is people start to come to grips with I ain't probably coming outside to do anything until June, maybe July, probably August, and then the then the president gets on TV and start talking his pie in the sky shit, 
even though the people that have boots on the ground, the governors and state senators and health workers are saying that's not happening. And he keeps doing shit to try to like put this hope thing out there. And it's like, this is not a time to be hopeful. We got to be realistic and deal with what is in front of us. Trump is a spin master. Yeah. Like a master spin master. Like he can deflect so well. It's, it's like he told y'all Easter. Was y'all outside on Easter? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. Like he told y'all Easter with a straight Yo. face, and the the, doc, the head doctor from the CDC is like, "Yeah, I don't know what this nigga's talking about." Like real talk. And now he's talking about like, "Oh, we just gonna have to just open up and figure it out." And then Gavin Newsom, uh, I want to read his exact quote. I put it on my IG story because I thought it was like so powerful the way that he he. he yeah, I like it. I like Newsom. He's um, the uh, governor, governor of California. Cali, he used right? to be the mayor of San Francisco, so he was the mayor of the most successful city in America, and now he's the governor of the most successful financial wise state 40 percent of the millionaires in the united states live in california hey there ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster oh you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you yeah or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about well get ready to feel that excitement all over again because amazon prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level absolutely prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Ladies, if you're trying to start a gold digging future, move to California. (laughs) Um, Weed tech is perfect. Move to California. Uh, Governor Newsom sent a gentle warning to Trump that the state's coronavirus protocols will be guided by science and public health, not politics. Meaning, no matter what you get up here and say, whatever your motives may be, whatever you want to refocus people on the upcoming election for November and you and Biden's crash course and all that bullshit, we don't give a fuck about that. We care about our people, our citizens. We care about fucking flattening this curve, eventually getting it to fall, (laughs) and dealing with the the rough waters potentially ahead as far as getting rid of something that none of us asked for. Right. And you getting on TV with these bogus press conferences with all of these alternative facts and revisionist history trying to spin this shit is not helping anybody. No. In fact, shut the fuck up and let us deal with this shit because you can't tell us what to do anyway. You legit, like Dr. Fauci <laughs> and the, uh, the Surgeon General, the Black Book, they literally just be standing there like, Yo, why is he even on the mic? Yeah. Because he get up there. You see him go off the other day when the reporter said he was spat. <laughs> and it's like, bro, you really not helping this situation. Because his whole joint is, oh, let's just, you know, open it up, figure it out. Like, it, you know, if 200,000 people die, you know, we did great. And it's like. No. Yeah, no. Nah. It started. <laughs> China is ground zero for the shit. China is ground zero for the shit. And how many people die? I don't have the exact number or a roundabout number. I know we're higher than them. We're higher than them. Yeah. And Italy. And Italy. We're the highest. Yeah. You know why? Because Americans are dumb as a motherfucker. Yeah. And we don't listen to nobody. And we I, don't I take wanna no I want to say cues. China was like 25, 28,000. Okay, so China like has that. how many billion people? Right. 
so if a, a if I, it was China, it was Iran, China, Italy, United so States. If when a, I saw so it. if a country with three billion people, four billion people, only twenty five thousand people die, and we're a nation with three hundred thirty million people and two hundred thousand die, that's a problem, yeah, motherfucker. We failed, and to make matters even worse, now the, the crazy part is not to cut you off, but the the. The, the people who are dying, like you said, we got 16,000 deaths or whatever the fuck it is exactly for the United States. And no, it's like 25. 20, yeah, you're right. I'm sure. Like the people that are dying and all the people that are getting this shit, when you look at the actual graph, like the actual map, they're in like nine places. Yeah. So it's like. It's not a single market problem. Like they literally was the, the, the color zone was like maroon for like the, the the hardest hit spots yeah. going down to like orange red you I mean red orange light pink you know whatever whatever yeah. and like you look at Idaho and 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 North and South Dakota and all that shit is like white yeah it's nothing but do you look at like California New York Jersey all them shits is like the back of your phone you know yeah. and it's just like yeah they're literally in a few places People are saying, like, think, think about it. I, I saw the other day Mitch was saying how, he's like, all right, this is starting to get ridiculous because they said, like, a third world country, like, a, a, a group of people who are, like, uh, almost, like, indigenous, like, they stay off the grid and all that. Yeah. Like, one of them tested positive for coronavirus. And Mitch was like, all right, now y'all just getting ridic- <laughs> ridiculous with the bullshit. It's like, how the fuck y'all get close to them and right. test them and all that bullshit? But it's just one of them things where, Losing that many people at once for something. And the, the crazy part, I, I see, and this ain't a diss, but I see very, very unintelligent people start being like, oh, well, you know, 200, me, 200 million people died in the plague. And I'd be like, bro, shut up. Yeah, like, <laughs> this ain't that. And it's like, the crazy part is, you see how the plagues, you talk about in biblical times, you realize they're in the Bible and you still have to read about them, right? <laughs> so you don't want to repeat of that. Like, you don't want, you don't want 10 million people to die. No, fuck no. That's scary. Yeah. I don't want them odds. Listen, I was watching, um, you know, there's this whole, I don't know if y'all been paying attention to this is like, there's like this movement of people that are like trying to make Bill Gates complicit in like this I, coronavirus. I, was going, shit. I wanted to ask you, what the fuck is going on All with right. the whole Bill Gates shit? So the shit? whole Bill Gates shit is that back in 2014 and 2015, he did a series of interviews and he did a TED talk where they basically asked him, what is your biggest fear going forward? He was like, the average person, like, you know, you he's like, you know, that like that's a baby boomer that's like my age or whatever. You would ask him, like, what's the most catastrophic event in your lifetime? Like, fucking World War II. Right. 65 million people died in World War II. So you would think some form of, like, nuclear warfare or, like, the, you know, the, the, the world's going to war again would be the fear. He like, no, I'm not even worried about that. Because we spend so much money in defense fin- spending and <clears throat> nuclear prep or whatever like yeah. that. The likelihood that uh, any type of nuclear situation break out and really kill a lot of people is minuscule. Right. So the thing that we have to worry about is some form of either biochemical terrorism or another pandemic. He said, when you look at the history of the world, you got uh, around 1910 or whatever, fuck, whatever, World War One. you got this huge spike. 33 million people died. That then, was the uh, influenza, right? No, no, no. World War One. 
Oh, okay. You talking about actual war? Yeah. He said then and then you go to nineteen forty whatever World War Two, sixty five million died. But in between, there's a spike that's damn near the same as World War Two. What is this? The Spanish flu. Right. 33 million people died worldwide. He says, so imagine if you take the Spanish flu and amplify it with all of the advances in travel and technology and all of the shit that we have now, everybody dies. Right. 200 million people die if that same thing happens with our access to world travel and each other just in general. So we have to plan for that. And he was basically given like all this a tiered plan or whatever about how to do. This is 2015 during his TED talk. And he basically said, how much is the investment? It's minuscule compared to how much it's going to cost us to react to the problem. So now, because Bill Gates was armed with so much information, there's a sect of people that are trying to make it like, you know too much, motherfucker. You got something to do with this shit. And then that's the weird conspiracy shit with, like, Americans where it's like, yo, I'm dumb as a motherfucker. I don't know nothing about this shit. How you knew about this shit six years ago? You got something to do with that shit. Fuck that. Investigate Bill Gates. So then now that's what's going on. The whole, like, conspiracy shit. And he's like, nah, the, the, y'all just dumb as a motherfucker. Yeah. I've been telling y'all. The conspiracy shit. Did you see the shit I put my IG series today? The boy from, he, he, he. Made an aluminum foil helmet to like block from the five G, cause he they, they <laughs> real shit. He like the ball off a of, uh, Better Call Saul and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walk around with an aluminum suit on. Nigga made a helmet cause he like yo, it's the five G. That's what's getting everybody sick. I didn't even know what the the five G. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Yo, so. people are burning down five G towers, dog. Like in London and shit like that. People are losing their shit. Now, I so I had to go do some. That's another conspiracy, John. The five G and coronavirus is the same thing. And yeah. look at all of the spots where it's five G towers and this and that. So I go and look into the shit. Everything that I looked up, which whether it be mainstream media or some second form of media, are all like conspiracy. This is bullshit. This has been debunked. Mm-hmm. This is this. Five G tower doesn't emit any more radiation than your regular cell phone already does. Like it's it's not a big deal. Yeah. <clears throat> There was something on World Star the other day. In this World Star, you got to take it with a grain of salt. A guy that was a uh, oh the electric com- yeah, the, the, yeah, communications the worker, yeah, I basically that. like I quit because <laughs> this shit. And so it's like people are losing their shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because motherfuckers are going stir crazy from being in the crib. They don't really have no answers, and <laughs> it's just like a situation where it's like, yo, if if we don't stop the bullshit, like it's it's going to continue. Like somebody had a. Uh, had a, a party the other night. Did you see that shit on Philly Scoop Hall? It was like 200-something people there. It was and it ended in a big-ass rumble. Yeah, yeah, and that. I'm like, this is how you catch coronavirus. Yeah. The other night, somebody had a private birthday party at a venue that I know about. It was like 40, 50 people in there. I'm just like... The other day, I went to pick up some food from like one a friend or whatever. And I, I, I thought I was just coming... You know, get the food. Get the fuck out of here. You know, because she was like, yeah, she was cooking, whatever. So I'm like, okay, you know, you know, put a couple platters together, boom, boom, boom. So I, I, I didn't realize it was like people there. You know what I'm saying? So I come in the crib. I'm like two, four, six, oh, no. I'm oh like, no. I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, let me just get this, get, get, get the hell on out of here and whatever. But I was talking to one of my homies there, and I was telling him, I was like, he's like, yeah, man, like it's just crazy, like, you know, like. It just it don't it don't it don't feel real like like I like you you can't see this shit and I'm like oh no the corona around I'm like you know <laughs> the corona around like if you still in denial about this shit like where you been the last and, month and he was saying like the whole you know them shutting down everything and is it really you know is it necessary and I'm like here's the thing 
Them with the stay in the house. Like, Jersey now, I think, has a 24-hour stay-at-home joint. Do they have a 24-hour yet, Taylor? I haven't seen anything on that. Okay. Yeah, I know 8 o'clock, they on your ass, though. If you on the streets in New Jersey, after 8 o'clock, they sticking a flashlight up your ass. Where are you going? Delaware, apparently, is, like, stopping people. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, from yeah. what I've heard, you know Let what I'm saying? Up. We went down there the other day. You know, granted, we got a car with a Delaware plate, so we didn't get bothered. But we went to the liquor store. It was state troopers all over the parking lot, in the store. Little scumbag joints slide down there. They ain't bothering you and shit. But it's like, you know, they around. So it's like, you know, I was telling him, the thing isn't necessarily like stay in the house because you're a prisoner or stay in the house because you're not allowed to come out. Yeah. It's like people still got to go to work. People still got to go to yeah. market, you know, whatever, whatever. But their whole thing is... When y'all come out, you come outside and tend to like lax and and, and not gather. and not perfect example. If it's a normal, regular ass day, and think about it, me and you recorded uh, when we did the podcast with slapping yeah. them. Me and Chad got done. Remember, we were straight was we went to UB. Like right. we was walking around. Yeah, the world was still normal. Right. We was down Walnut Street. That was probably. a month ago. Right. We <laughs> outside. So it's like that's where you kind of get if you outside moving around where. The average person might not say, okay, I'm going to come handle my business, do X, Y, Z, then I'm going to escape. Like, motherfuckers be like, oh, they open? Oh, that's open? Oh, shit, I'm about to slide. Yo, I'm at the dude. Like how you said, motherfuckers was 19, 20 deep at the Stinger. You know what I mean? The 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 Chinese store on 29th and York, it no, you couldn't walk. Like bro. to open the door, you would have had to say, "Excuse me, yo, to, bro, let me like, get in this job." <laughs> and say, y'all have a tendency to do that, and I'm telling him that's where the issue lies, and I it's drove. not necessarily like us. We're pretty much in like the prime of our lives. You're yeah. between 20 and 40. You're in your your immune prime, your health prime, yeah. your activity prime, all of that shit. The issue is. Y'all come outside and gather and do these things and go to these strange houses and orgies and parties <laughs> and picnics and game nights. And then you leave and go home and you got a, a 18 month old yeah. go home or go to your grandma house or your grandma. And it's just, you know, what were you, the fungus, <laughs> like, like, you know, what I mean? and that's the issue. It's like, don't bring the fungus to mama and them, you know, yeah. and that's where people just get complacent and start moving around normal. So that's why they like. Just chill out right now. Yo, I rode past the chain. There's a, a poppy store on uh, Price Street, on like 6500 block of Price Street, Uptown. It's 92 niggas outside yo. yesterday. Insane, <laughs> dog. I'm just like, yo, y'all, dude, y'all don't believe in the Rona. Like, y- y'all, is, y'all don't fucking get it, man. It's literally 92 niggas out there, and I'm just like, yeah, this is bad. Um, places that I've been over the last three, four weeks, I come back to them. Everybody's got protective glass up now and yeah. shit like that. Um, fucking around, though. I watched a chick that looked like Beanie Siegel accost the worker in 7-Eleven the other day because he gave her the wrong pack of uh, black mouths. She like, this fucking glass can't save you, pussy. <laughs> like, and grabbed it. I'm like, that defeats the whole purpose of the glass. It's like, back up, <laughs> back up, Beanie Siegel. <laughs> Yo, this shit is wild, man. I seen a nigga at the Chinese store across from my depot the other day. He came down the street. I guess he thought they was open, <clears throat> but he came down the street and he realized they was closed. So you, we across the street, like looking out the window, and yeah. you you see the 
Like he do that, and you know, like the fuck. So then he like look in, you know the, the you know the, <laughs> you know the, the pull down yeah. gates. If it's the solid joint, it always got the little joints. Like yeah. he he on this joint, and then he kicked the bottle up <laughs> and it went up the street. I'm like, yo, motherfuckers is hilarious, man. But it's like, yeah, I was telling him that that's the issue. Was like just trying to keep y'all away from each other because y'all. Y'all danger to yourselves. Dog, I drove past the plat the other night. What day? What's day? Wednesday. Yo, they, I Monday saw it on the news. They had to shut the plat down. Dog, it was three hundred cars. They said, I saw on it on the, the news. They said they had to shut the. They, they yo, shut everything down. I'm like, over yo, there. y'all really don't have homes and beds Duh. and shit. Like, <laughs> Fuck y'all out here fucking like never ah. before. <laughs> like, it was people parked outside the actual lot. It was overflow. <laughs> I'm like, yo, out y'all really like never before. Y'all here fucking like never before. Like it's going out. Style. Real I was talk. fucking uh I I live uh you know where Wissahick and Creek is, mm-hmm. right? Bells Mills yeah, Road. I, I drove past there the other day, dog. It was 50 cars in one lot, 80 cars in the other lot. It's three in the afternoon. I'm like, this defeats the whole purpose. If all of y'all, and there ain't no black folks, sorry tell them, ain't no black people going to fucking Wissahick and Creek. So it's like, yo, if if all of y'all are here at the same time. The creek ain't but so goddamn big. Right. Y'all ain't social distancing that much. It's two sides to the creek. The path is probably not even a mile long each direction. What the fuck, I man? had a chick the other day was like, you always talking about, oh, you need to stay in the house and wait for me, but you be out on your bike. I'm like, yeah, I be on the bike, ripping, not fucking with her. <laughs> I saw uh, my homegirl the other day. I stopped. I, I didn't come within 15 feet of her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We spoke, what's up? You know, all right, I'm out of here. All right. That's it. I'm not about to like come outside and like go to a game night. That's just idiotic right now, you know. And then just you can't save people, and that's the fucked up part. Like Ross said the other day, people just it really show you just how bad people are going to get left behind. Yeah. Like motherfuckers are really just delusional at this point. Like they're really just delusional. Yesterday, one of our homies was going off because he couldn't get a cut. He's like, yeah, man, none of his barbers or shit, man, won't even come to the house. Like nigga, I'm gonna pay you. I'm gonna give you a bean, nigga. And we just like, bro. Like my shout out Zayda Zayda like yo you 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 trying to get a cut to like go to the living room <laughs> like take it easy like you trying to get a cut to play PS4 <laughs> cool out let these niggas know it's still on during the quarantine yeah and, and it's just I don't know man we we just everything is a joke I said the other day the mask motherfuckers got mask with their name on them glitter just you know it just everything is like a joke and we're just, literally. One like bad or snap like, like government decision from motherfuckers just like mobilizing and taking over the streets. <laughs> like you've already implored everybody to wear a mask and gloves. Like you give motherfuckers permission to just like just get the gag. Like we were, where was we at the other day? Oh, I, we was riding bikes. We was um we was coming through the through our through our, where we live like our, yeah. our joint and. We went up to the next block, came over, and we just coming down the block like normal. And the boy got out the truck with a full-on ski mask on. And he waved and shit. I was like, what's up, <laughs> And I was like, think about how crazy that is. Like, you can really wear a ski mask and in society. It's just normal. It's <laughs> better. Shit. Like, people are like, where the fuck your mask at, motherfucker? Like, right. motherfuckers is getting kicked off the bus. Like, it's, it's going crazy out here. Like, you ain't got no mask. So get off the bus, motherfucker. Oh, dog. This shit is crazy. But that's how I know it's real. And I was going to say that. Like, you know where I work. I've literally, You know we're having another picking this week. Like, we've literally had four pickings in the last... 35 days because the, the, the shit just keeps changing yeah. and 
Aren't I, they aren't on like some Sundays? I, I said first schedule? we first we went to we were on our normal regular runs. They took us down to uh, a Saturday schedule, so we all picked Saturday runs and shit. Now, then they suspended lines, so they suspended certain lines, so we had to pick again. Now we're down to what they call a lifeline essential schedule, a, a lifeline essential bus list where. The only buses that are on the street are ones they deem life essential. Right. Like where the most population density is. Shit like the that. problem with that is that's the ghetto. <laughs> and motherfuckers don't. They, oh shit, y'all really? Really? <laughs> like real talk. So literally my homie, he he's on the 60. He was complaining the other day. He was like, bro, we out here now on a Saturday reduced line schedule. We 20 minutes apart on a Friday in on Fifth and Allegheny, Bobby and them ain't fucking chilling. This shit is normal. You know what I'm saying? And you know there we're supposed to be social distancing, yeah. which is what six feet apart. How the fuck you six feet apart from somebody in the back of the bus? The whole front of the bus. They don't even want us to have people in the front, which yeah, I'm perfectly fine. Yeah. Seats lifted up, seat belt strapped. Don't come up here. But now y'all in the back of the bus. It's, and they say no more than 20 people on the bus. <laughs> if you put 20 motherfuckers on this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, With hard. a ventilation system that's blowing it. So I'm just like, I really don't think anybody is really, really understanding what... Me, I, I haven't driven. I haven't been on the street in a yeah. week because I drive a 48. The shit is suspended. So, you know, whatever, whatever. I lucked up. They suspended the 48. But it's like, eventually, I'm going to have to go the fuck out there because we doing another picking next week <laughs> where they're going to take us all down to the three lines or you're going to be on reserve status. So, but like somebody was saying my job the other day, this shit is kind of nutty. Older people are more at risk. But you're going to make our top, we got 26 lines now with the three buses. Yeah. You're going to make the top 26, like, you figure our number one is 63, our number two is like 60, you know. Yeah. You're going to make them go and work the lines while everybody else is sitting and chilling. And it's like, damn, where do senior Like, so all of it. And that's why I'm just like, too much has happened for us to just go back to normal yeah. in two to three weeks. You got people out here that have lost faith in their in investors and investment portfolios. You got people who have lost fucking faith in their jobs and their employment. You, you can't get fired or laid off or reduce salary from your job in two to three weeks of a pandemic and expect in two weeks to come back. And they're like, oh, yeah, great day you back, man. <laughs> like, you don't have no faith in that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nope. So you got people out here that are losing 10, 15. Some people have lost 50% of their salary. Some people have straight been fired. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. Yeah. And they straight like five unemployment. And the crazy part is, this is how weird Earth is. If you're on unemployment, you right now can get an additional piece of money yeah. on unemployment. But essential workers aren't even getting hazard pay. Exactly. America is fucking, fucking nuts. nuts. This is how crazy the unemployment shit is right now for those of you that don't know. And I, I want to preface it with this. Luckily, all the people in my immediate armories, the people I talk to the most, everybody still has their job. Whether they got sent home and would pay or whatever or not, they still got a job. So I'm glad for that because nobody called other day, me. Like pretty much everybody within my my like immediate joint yeah. is protected. Nobody's called me asking for money, so I'm That's happy about blessing, that. Yeah. So because I was expecting it. So <laughs> right now, 
with unemployment, if you apply for unemployment, you don't even have to wait. You know no. how you got to wait the There's week? No wait. You don't got to wait. You get instant approval. Like, yeah. oh, COVID-19, instant approval. Just file your regular claims. You start getting paid immediately within days. If you are on Social Security, Social Security takes 90 to 120 days to process. Sometimes 180. They process in Social Security and disability claims in four business days. Right. You get, like, where the fuck was all of this at? Where, why wasn't this just, like... <laughs> Why, why did we? Because the government's stance on everything is hurry up and wait. Or we try to f- dig into this and find a way to deny you. Right. And now it's like, oh, man, you know, if we don't get these people this money, then they just going to be out here selling ads and, like, we got, we got to do something. Right. So now it's like the panic mode of, like, oh, yeah, we could do this quicker and faster and more efficiently. Like, y'all been could have did it faster 30 years ago. Right. When they invented the computer, you could have been doing this faster and more efficiently. Right. And you chose not to. I agree 100%. This shit is crazy, man. Like, watching, I told you, when I saw that shit about the the extra money for the unemployment, I'm just like, damn, like, and it's, people don't realize, like, an essential worker isn't necessarily a nurse, you know what I'm saying, or somebody working in an ER. Like, if you work at a supermarket, you're an essential employee. The supermarkets have to stay open. You are essential. I literally, the other day, was like, one of my homegirls, she works at a hospital, she was saying how, um... Yeah, last night we got food from uh, Ruth Chris. Tonight we got food from this place. You know, people like places are like sponsoring. They, yeah. they, they I saw people the other day taking hoagie trays and shit to the house, but I'm like, we ain't get a motherfucking cookies or that <laughs> shit. But like, and it's like people don't realize that like there are all different kinds of essential employees. Yeah. People when they see that and hear essential, they just instantly healthcare. And it's like shout out to them. Like the healthcare straight have a. Uh, uh, a bitmoji on Instagram right, right now. The health heroes doing yeah. it's just like, bro, the bus, the supermarket, the pharmacies, these are all essential businesses. You know what I mean? Like, they, they have to stay open and they have to operate so that society cannot be robbing Taco Bell trucks <laughs> like Demolition Man. You know what I mean? Like, the shit is crazy how people act and they think. Because literally, the, um, we were standing out front of the depot the other day, me and my homie, and the chick's walking down the street, and she's like, oh, so what y'all getting ready to shut down? And I'm just like, bitch, get the fuck back in your hole. <laughs> back in your hole. Yeah, <laughs> come back to your hole. But it's, it's the truth, and I was I was saying it to, to him. I was like, I don't think we shut down completely. I, just, I don't see that yeah. because there has to be, you know, at the end of the day, there are people who rely on the bus and you don't yeah. want you know big mama to check or whatever whatever because she can't get to so you know what i mean like anything so yeah. i don't see a complete shutdown but i could see another reduction in service to where they just take it down to like the bare like the shit to go up broad street the shit to come down market you know the shit yeah, to go up bridge bones. like yeah. the bare bones of the shit so it's a crazy situation every day it's different every day it's changing yeah. i just want people to get realistic and stop being For delusional sure. You're not doing anything in May. I don't think you're doing anything in June. If you're doing anything in June, because I, I, I've been telling y'all for weeks on IG, on here, you're not getting Memorial Day off. Like, just like the 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 potential for y'all to just go somewhere, <laughs> be stupid, get everybody sick, whatever, like, it's, just, it's too high. So just flatly cancel Memorial Day. And if they got any sense, they might say, oh, yeah, July 4th is just as bad. We're going to chalk that shit too. So... This is what y'all are left with. Now, some conjecture and some comedy about fucking what's going on right now. I was with my man Sachi the other day, and he was pointing out some real funny shit to me. And he's like, dog, he was like, you know, 
Because like motherfuckers have been living places two, three, four years, and because of like the pandemic, they're just getting furniture oh, yeah. and like bed frames and like TVs and shit. He's like, I seen the chick I know. She had four TVs. Like, yo, what the fuck? You been to, <laughs> you been living here for ten years? What the fuck you been I doing? Why do you I, need all I, these TVs? I went to Target the other day, and the lady came past me with the cart, and she had lamps in the cart. And I was like, what are you, what are you out here doing? It was a pandemic. Why do you need lamps? <laughs> Just like what the fuck, man. Like people are really just on anything, but and it's crazy because I was saying it about Lee. She orders something every day. Yeah. Like I'm not exact. Every day there's a new package coming to the house. It don't even be nothing. Like I opened a package. The, dumb shit. I opened a package the other day. It was exfoliating gloves and Uno cards. I'm like what the fuck? Like you just ordering anything? Like that's why Amazon stock where it's at. And that's why I was. I was saying. Yeah. I saw yesterday Amazon now. The company Amazon is reportedly worth 1.1 trillion. The stock is trading at 2,200 a share. 2,200 a share in a down economy. In a fucked up economy, <laughs> it's crazy. Not million, not billion, trillion. not trillion. Trillion. 1.1 trillion. Jeff Bezos, who owns, he's the CEO and owner of Amazon, creator of Amazon. For all y'all that don't know, he went through a messy divorce over the last what was it, about 18 months, yeah. probably. In the divorce settlement, he gave his wife, well, ex-wife, $35 billion. Billion, would not, it be? Not million. <laughs> yeah, billion. Billion. He gave her $35 billion. At the time, he was worth $120 billion, gave her $35 billion, and then actually lost some money with something that was going on with Amazon. Yeah. And he actually went down, and uh, Bill Gates had re- went back, resurfaced yeah, yeah. as the world's richest man. It was Jeff Bezos, after yesterday's thing, is worth 138 billion. <laughs> <laughs> like he got it all back. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck? Y'all gotta stop ordering shit." <laughs> Yo, I was talking. I was talking to uh, my cousin the other day, and we were just, you know, we were talking about some tech shit, whatever, some ideas he had and stuff like that. And uh, we were just talking about Jeff Bezos just in general. And I'm just like, "Yo, he's different. Like in a world of like." mega billionaires and like super smart tech guys and all of that like he's head and shoulders above like everybody it's, a, it's unbelievable it's you cr- really get into like the minutia of what it is and like start reading all that amazon shit. isn't 30 years old no like apple had a 18 year head start on amazon you oh. know what i'm saying like they're a legacy brand amazon is a is for all intents and purposes a new company like remember years ago when motherfuckers used to like marvel over the walton family and be like damn yo walmart really is like the greatest shit on earth and all the waltons remember they were all individually working Eighteen yeah. billion dollars, <laughs> yeah. like the, the dad, the son, the bro, all that shit, and it's like now you look at it like Walmart's might be out of here. Might in be like Walmart's might be finished, yo. We was talking about this yesterday in the group chat. And this is why I love our group chat because we just start getting into shit like this. And I'm like, Target figured it out. You know, we talked about this. Target figured it out with like. No superstores. Because remember, it was big-ass targets. And now yeah. you see these small boutique targets, targets. popping up yeah. all over the fucking planet. And basically, the essentials, the shit you need right now, right yeah. here, you can come get it on demand. You need some T-shirts, you, some underwear, and some exfoliate. Some, exfoli- some food, some diapers <laughs> for the baby, some motherfucking uh, soap, some motherfucking potato chips, nigga. We got all that shit in here. But it's like, you look at these super Walmarts, and it's like... Bro, I was telling y'all, they got five aisles dedicated to home and garden. Like, nigga, I don't need a garden hose but once in my fucking life, bro. You know what I mean? So it's like Target figured it out, and Walmart got these gigantic 
stores yeah. with two lanes open. Literally, you go on Targets, it ain't even cashiers no more. Everything is just automatic. Yeah. Boom, tap your phone, tap your car, get the fuck out of there. Walmart, you got to go. You got to deal with the people because Walmart's is in the worst fucking areas. You got the worst fucking patrons on the planet. Two lines is open, so you got to stand there all fucking day. And it's just become a nasty-ass environment to where... I. Walmart might be finished with the explosion of Amazon and the way Target done figured out yeah. the essential fucking uh, business situation. There's really no middle ground or middle world for Walmart to exist in anymore. No. Like, because again, like you said, like Target is like the perfect location. You can walk up, bike up. And they they put up. them in the right they spots. They put them in the right fucking spots and it's just like, holy shit. Like, who was your, who's your, your planner? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who's the one that's like scouting these fucking locations because they just consistently get it right. You pointed out yesterday, uh, Whole Foods moved out of a small location over there on a the parkway and moved into a gigantic location. And who slid in there? Target, Target slid right in. <laughs> slid right in there. Like it's- a department store took over where a market used to be. Like, yeah. oh no, we'll take that little spot. And it's like them out the fucking all park. their stores are beautiful. They're fucking clean as shit. They got everything you want. You got a Starbucks and damn near everyone. Right. It's perfect. Like so, it's like it's like yeah, it's like they made the right strategic partnerships over the last 10, 15 years. You and go Walmart to Walmart, it's didn't. it's filthy. You might get clapped. And the McDonald's, they don't have caramel for the fucking <laughs> frappes. <laughs> it's like why am I here? Yeah, it's just like or or it's a ran down subway in the yeah. you know what I'm saying it's like yo, y'all made the wrong fucking partnership. Yo, I went to the Walmart out the county what the fuck did I go in there for oh to go get some dog treats I was just on some lazy yeah. shit like I didn't feel like riding away out of Springfield I went in there to get dog treats dog they got an Auntie Annie's in the joint I'm like oh shit Dang, they got anything. <laughs> I come over I'm like yeah can I get a uh, pretzel she was like oh no a pretzel's not done be like 15 minutes I'm like how the fuck all y'all making is pretzel <laughs> I didn't ask you for a threesome. I instantly was in go off mode. <laughs> yeah, like, the fuck all nigga. you making is and pretzels the, all day. The, 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 um, you know where they keep the pretzels, like the yeah. little glass, you know, it was nothing in there. I'm like, why the fuck? Turn the light off. Save yourself some electricity. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. I was going off. Do your fucking boss know about this pretzel fiasco? No, this shit was crazy. I didn't even get the treats. I was so mad. I just left. Like, I'm going to Petco, man. I had enough of this fucking Thank Giving these pussies no money. But yeah, Walmarts is the absolute worst, man. Like they are terrible. So it's like, yeah, I don't I don't see them trying to sell you pit bull puppies in the parking lot. Like nobody wants to deal with that shit. No, Walmarts is crazy as shit. And then you factor in that Amazon, you can literally get Amazon has figured out the fact that even if we don't have it, nigga, we will broker it. That's amazing. Amazon is hustle man. If I ain't got it, I'm gonna get it. You so go, get it while I get. You go on Amazon and whatever you want. If it's out of stock and they can't get it, they'll be like, "Yeah, but uh, two buyers, two sellers over here actually do." <laughs> <laughs> like, like we'll take the margin on bro. Yo, we're Am- middle, we gonna middleman some shit. And and I, me personally, I love the uh, the locker. Like I use the locker all the time when I order from Amazon because that way shit don't gotta sit on your porch, don't gotta sit outside. Man, I right. just swing pad when I'm home. Come home from work, I swing pad. Boop 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 boop. Right out the lock Give me that And it's like They figured it the fuck out It's like looking at Jeff Bezos And the reason why I just think he's Just so fucking phenomenal Is just that like 
He's changed all these different industries in the last like six years. I was gonna say six, seven years. <laughs> it hasn't even been a long time. Like, 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 do you know the power you have to make motherfuckers fold? To make like Circuit City, Toys R Us, Best Buy, damn near Walmart might have to yeah. like to make gigantic industry Re- leaders. Remember how crowded the aisles were in Best Buy about oh, fifteen years ago? I, There's know, nothing in there. You know, my mom was always into like the computers and all yeah. that. Her being a teacher, you remember Circuit. Circuit City. You remember American Appliance. You remember Silo. That's my taking it way back. My grandfather used to be a, a, a like a district manager for American Appliance. Oh, like, right on uh, Baltimore Pike. Okay, yeah, the big joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all I remember, Silo, fucking Office Max. All of them, them shits is just gone. Like it's over. You just nothing. You don't need them, and it's like Amazon has really stepped in. Like. New York, uh, Snoop kicking the buildings over <laughs> in the New York. Like, That's really what Amazon showed up and did. Like, Amazon, all right, so you take Whole Foods or whatever as a brand. Amazon comes in, buys Whole Foods. They slash prices 30% across the board from day one. From like, rip. this is stupid. It's too much margin on this shit. It's organic food. The shit gonna sit on itself, gonna go bad. We gonna, we turn over inventory. That's what we do. We gonna change this shit. They fucking change the fucking book industry. They fucking closed, shut down all the brick and mortar bookstores by doing online books, the Kindle, all of that shit. And now they're opening bookstores back up at a lower price point comparative with what's on their fucking website. Then you got the logistics industry. You got to look at this shit in terms of like United States Postal Service, DHL, UPS, and FedEx. These are institutions, whether they be American or international with DHL, (laughs) institutions of how we deliver and travel packages and fucking parcels in the world. Amazon has come in and said, y'all are bullshitting. You could do this much faster. Not only that, some of this shit you could get out today if you just set up the distribution center to do so, but y'all are too lazy to put the work in. So now I'm going to do it. You know what I do? I got 2,000 smokers with minivans, (laughs) and they're going to be delivering All day long. I see Amazon people in my neighborhood 15 times a day. It'd be 3 in the morning, nigga, walking (laughs) up on the porch. With that flat jacket on. Like, it don't stop. Like, it's just never, it, it never is over. Yo, you be seeing people in the Amazon, the minivan, you can't even see them driving because they be covered by packages. <laughs> <laughs> I seen a nigga in a minivan one day, no tent, so you know he crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, though, where do you even get this job Yo, you from? got a minivan with no tent, you're a psychopath. It come with factory tent on the back windows. <laughs> oh. Like, he in a minivan, no tent. Dog, it was so many packages. When this, I was driving the bus, the shit rolled past me. I did as thought the car was like in gear with no drive. Oh, you thought it was automated. I started screaming. Whole time, you can see a hand coming up out of the packages. They don't fuck around, dog. And they will get you that shit today. 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 Oh, you got three more dollars, nigga? You can get this Yo, shit today, you You go on Amazon, that shit will be like, order in the next 13 minutes to get my free <laughs> Like, nigga, it's two. How the fuck y'all gonna get this shit in this quick? <laughs> It's two, motherfucker. It's 147. It's 147. Motherfucker, like, order in the next 13 minutes to get it by 3 p.m. We got a nigga around the corner already with a couple extras of what you might want. Yo, we got a nigga on standby. He gonna print a label out and slap that shit on there and bring it to your crib. That shit is crazy. Amazon don't fuck around. They will get you that shit post-haste. We is not playing with this. So it's just like, 
you know, how much longer before they fucking put FedEx or fucking UPS or or you know or or they or FedEx or UPS gotta buy their logistics system. I saw you know the saying? article yesterday. I didn't click it just because we were talking about it. And I meant to click it. I meant to go back to it, but it was the the article title was. Jeff Bezos needs to step in and take over the struggle in USPS. And I was like, I know I ain't read that right. <laughs> right, because I meant to go back and read it like, this nigga about to own a post office. Yeah. He already got like a billion dollar defense spending contract yeah. with the Pentagon. This shit is wild, dog. Amazon, you know, Amazon, uh, they're, 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 they did the whole, um, the new wiring and the new Wi-Fi setup for the Pentagon. Amazon did it. So it's like, yeah, like I remember reading that. Like, they had a billion-dollar deal with with the Pentagon yeah. and with the U.S. Department of Defense. But the whole—they basically stripped the Pentagon of all of its Wi-Fi, all of its connection, yeah. and all of that. And the Amazon came in and basically redid the whole joint. Like, he, he basically did all of the communication shit in the <laughs> Pentagon. I'm just like, bruh. How don't y'all at the Pentagon going already— through a, Going through a divorce. <laughs> how, <laughs> how don't y'all at the Pentagon already have the best fucking yeah, the coders best and there. programmers and, and security engineers in order to do this? How does Jeff Bezos have all of them? To where he could come do your shit over. Shit is wild, man. He's like, oh, no, this ain't nothing but some two-wire. Anonymous going to come right, right through this shit tear your whole shit up. You got to change this. That shit is crazy. And it's like, for what we thought we were looking at with Bill Gates when he, like, That's you know, different. annihilated the fucking computer industry with the Windows and Windows 95 and 2000. And then what we saw with Zuckerberg with Facebook, even Jobs and then with Apple. Like, and the fact that Apple's the most cash-rich company out yeah. there. Like, Amazon, it it's... It, it it almost feels like it's going to end up being like a threat to like life. That's yeah. how it feels. Because it's like they're just monopolizing way too much shit. If, if it was the fucking 1930s, Teddy Roosevelt would have came, came through on a horse. Roosevelt would have chalked all this shit. Y'all playing games. Roosevelt would have smoked Jeff Bezos Duh. if this was in the 30s. Like. Yeah, real shit. Like it, it just it feels like it's going to be like... Uh, What's the Will Smith movie? The um, iRobot, like the NSR shit. Like, that's yeah. kind of how it feels because it's like y'all are getting to the point where, never mind the, the chalking of competitors, but it's just way too much power and way too much of a grasp of yeah. everything. Like, you mean to tell me Amazon bring me my food? You know what I'm saying? Amazon <laughs> handle my security and my defense. Bring me a book. Bring me a book. <laughs> a dildo. All that shit. <laughs> All that shit. Everything is one central company. Which means when they decide to be on some, oh, no, we good, or you got to pay this, or you got to pay. Like, legitimately, I catch myself going on Amazon, the, the Prime, more than I be going on Netflix sometimes. Yeah. Just on the strength. I just finished fucking 000 on uh, Amazon Prime. Good. good as shit. Yeah. I, I watched Ozark. I got through all three. I did, I did all three seasons in, like, four or five days. Season three is brutal. It's it it's and the way I saw everybody acting like oh season three got it cracking da, 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 da. I hated season three. I liked it, but it it just wasn't for me what I thought. It was like three shows wrapped in one to yeah. me. Like the first two episodes is one thing, then the middle eight episodes or however many episodes it is, Ben's just like unraveling, going down a fucking rabbit hole, and then the last two episodes you get back to what was happening in the first two episodes, and I'm just like. I don't like TV like this. Like, yeah. I can't watch. T like I like my TV in a straight fucking line. I'm anxious to see where they go with the next season. Yeah. I don't know when it's coming out. You know what I'm saying? But um, yes, yeah, season one was really good. Season two was good. Season three, it's it's 
I'm not gonna say it's bad, but it it's definitely, a tough watch. It definitely is a different watch I than the first two seasons. I found myself watching certain episodes five times because I'm like, I literally said, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, last night I was like, yeah, I think I'm gonna rewatch season three again just to make sure I wasn't like missed because there were times where it just it just wasn't compelling the way yeah. it was for season one and season two, and I think that was I think. Again, now I'm watching it, binge watching it. Yeah. So that, and that's another thing I feel like too. We we don't really discuss binge watching is way different than a weekly watch. Oh yeah, where there's like an anticipation buildup and you know, like a uh, time to basically you know get into the character arc yeah. and all of that. Because you binge watching, it's just you you like you look up, buddy did. You like, oh damn, he did already. <laughs> but you like niggas two second season. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So. I feel like binge watching is definitely definitely a different dynamic than actually yeah. watching it, you know, week to week. But um I feel like some of the characters for all of the character building that they did, you just looked up and they were gone. Yeah. And it's like that's the difference. We always go back to like the wire and the power, like how we can always use those as like examples. Yeah. Like what to do, what not to do. The wire didn't do crazy character development because they weren't marrying characters. Yeah. You know, Brother Muzon came from New York. He was there for a couple shows. Clap Stringer gets the fuck out. You know what I'm right. saying? You don't need to know Brother Muzon had bad credit in 1993. <laughs> and You know what I'm saying? But they do you this. Know, you don't know if there's a sister Muzon. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? But they do this with, like, Ozark, in particular, Buddy. They show you how he was connected with the mob and knew the KC mob leader and yeah. used to fuck, fuck with the wife and all. You know? And then you just look up and it's just like, oh, damn, Buddy gone. And, and you know, like yeah. it just then you look at power where they did all this character developing and all of this shit and they never left. Niggas was there <laughs> till the end. You know what I mean? Like so, it, it, it's a good show. I'm anxious to see season yeah. four. Another uh, dojo since we on shows. Did you watch Operation Odessa? I saw that like two years ago I, when it was on Showtime. I just now with that shit was all. It's that's the, a, you seen that shit, Taylor? It's a crazy documentary. Operation Odessa is basically Jules put me on. Shout out, yeah. Jules. Operation Odessa is basically about uh, what were they Russian? The Tarzan was Russian. Yeah. The other boy was from Miami. Yeah, huh? they were trying to broker these these uh, narco's were trying to broker a deal to buy a Russian submarine for like trafficking co- <laughs> for trafficking cocaine the because they was, was they was tired of shit getting popped like yeah. using the regular boat. While he had the, the he basically when he got captured by the fucking KGB motherfuckers in Russia and they like da um do you work for Pablo? Or he was like, yeah, I work for Pablo. Pablo, my man. I call you right now. He had to get his man to fly out there and act like Pablo. <laughs> so, that's a crazy ass. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that again today. But yeah, I, I watched that joint like four times back in like I think 17 or 18 when it came out. It was on Showtime first, and then now it's on Netflix. Yeah, I watched that. I mean, I, literally, I'm just I, anything that seems halfway interesting. I'm have you been, have you uh, watched uh, 50s new show for life at all on ABC? Uh-uh. It's a good show. It's based on a true story. Uh-huh. Um, this guy. Guy named Isaac Wright Jr. Um, he is the first person in the history of the state of New Jersey to be charged with the Kingpin statue. I know his story. Yeah. I've seen his shit. So before. The, sh- the show is basically it's, it's like because he got out. Yeah he, yeah, he ended up getting out after like nine years or yeah. whatever. He was a jailhouse lawyer, defended himself, built the case up against the former DA. DA, I think, ended up the DA ended up killing himself or like some old crazy shit like that. But it's basically like they're on episode nine now of the first season, and it's like you know. 
it's a lot of world building and character building and they do flashback episodes and like all of that shit but it's good i don't really like network television because you can't get but so gritty right. but they are they're letting you can tell they're letting 50 push the envelope a little bit with, okay. the, with the show so it's pretty good i've heard i've heard good reviews about it yeah, I just, I like, i'm never the fuck home to like actually catching i i'm not a i'll be forgetting with the dvr shit yeah you just made me think about change gears you mentioned 50 um Ja Rule came out the other day. <laughs> I know I'm about to have a take that nobody likes. Ja Rule came out the other day and said, you know, with all of the Instagram live battles that are going on and shits is, you know, they're just r ridiculous at this point. He said he would battle 50 on IG Live. So, yeah. of course, that sent, you know, shockwaves nigger media the into a fucking frenzy and shit. And they're like, oh, well, what did happen? Whatever. And 50 like deflected it with jokes or whatever about him, stupid memes or whatever. But I saw a bevy of people on Twitter that's just like, oh, John must want to get his career ended again. And, this, and, this. and I, I'm, I'm sending it to myself and I'm like, I don't think people really, really yeah, got job fucked up. I think y'all kind of got job fucked up. Yeah. Granted, I think Get Rich or Die Trying is one of the best albums, if not the best rap album ever. It's yeah. up there. We talked about it. We <laughs> talked about it before. I think it's one of the best rap, rap albums ever. 50's career, it, outside of that album, it's like... It's, 50's career is three albums. It's that album. It's G-Unit, Back for Mercy. G-Unit album. G-Unit, Back for Mercy, and The Massacre. And then it's over. And it's like, yo, when I sat down, so I sat down to myself, and I'm just like, who really crushed? Like, motherfuckers was like, he would crush Ja. And, like, ja, and I'm just like, I don't know. So I was talking to one of my homies, and he like, you really think Ja? I'm like, bro, when you look at, like, I'm telling you the stats, because y'all all worry about the hits when it yeah. comes to these things. Like, y'all whole thing with Scott Storch and Manny, and we going to get into that with, yeah. oh, the hits and da, 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 all this shit. Ja, as far as top 40 hits, as far as rappers, he number five on the list right. all time. <laughs> it's Eminem, Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne. Yeah. Ja got more top 40 hits than all these niggas. Yeah. So I'm literally looking at it, and I'm like, okay, 50 plays Wangsta. Ja plays Holla Holla. 50 plays 21 Questions. Ja plays Put It On Me. 50 plays How To Rob, How To Steal. Ja plays Can I Get Her with Jay-Z in the middle. 50 plays P-I-M-P. Ja plays Living Your Life. 50 plays... Uh, best friend. Ja plays one of the J Lo one records. Of the J yeah, I, like I'm just like he got a he got a record for everything, and it's yeah. like Fifty plays Candy uh, Candy Shop. Ja plays Always on Time with a shot. It's just he got a fucking yeah. boatload of records. Yeah, nigga, so, niggas got Ja fucked up because he's annoying. Right, like, because he's annoying and like a nut ass nigga. Let's not confuse that with the work that he put in. My homie like, was like, "Well, what happened when Fifty play? I get money." I'm like, "Ja got New York." I'm like, John got monster fucking monster hit. I don't understand why people just like completely let's disregard John's career. Ja, before this Corona shit hit, Ja was still touring domestically. That's what I was. I was literally can't do a show. I was literally in the like, States, yo, when Ja go do that shit at the AC Boardwalk and yeah. the, the Palladium and all, motherfuckers literally be this shit sells out all the time. Yeah. And I was like, Fifty don't do shows. Ja's still doing five to fifteen thousand tickets, depending on what market he's in. Right. Like, 50 can't do that in the United States. Now, Europe is a different animal. Right. 50 go to Europe and get a million dollars or go to Africa and get two million, whatever. But that's a different story because that's based on not his catalog, but his caricature of the super gangster yeah. and all of that old shit. But as far as musically goes, 50, nobody gives a fuck about 50 Cent in America when it comes to... Like, so it's like y'all are looking at 
his shit in a three-year vacuum. I saw a tweet the other day and was basically like talking about 50 in comparison to Drake. I'm like, yeah, 50 was the man. Drake sustained it. Like, it's a difference between catching lightning in a bottle and being successful for three, four years versus 11 years unchallenged at the top. And, oh, yeah, by the way, this nigga's popping off 700 to a million first week every time, like fucking Garth Brooks or some shit. Like, DMX was lightning in a bottle. But Ja actually was able to sustain it longer yeah. than X. And then Jay-Z was able to sustain it longer than and all of them. Yeah. I, I t- was telling my homie, I'm like, you do remember at one point, Ja, X, and Jay was like the illest niggas out of New York. And I'm like, it's it just so funny to me looking back. The narrative how, switched. How people will like spin it. And I'll be like, dog, everybody wanted to be like on some drinking Remy Martin and taking X shit the way John Irv had yeah, that shit lit. No like, bullshit. Irv literally is like, yo, we was waking up every morning just fucking a bunch of bitches, taking X, drinking <laughs> Remy and making them records. He's like, we was really living that fucking yeah. shit we was talking about. They had it cracking. It you know, just- was crazy. My man, my man Sachi, we was together yesterday. He was talking about this nigga guy. He be having like a lot of clarity on shit. He was talking about like the E-bomb era. He's like, man, he's like, niggas is taking five, ten E's and buying eight bottles of Cristal. He like, yo, you look up. You didn't did that shit for two years in a row. You like, well, I fucked up 300,000. Like, what's wrong with me? He's like, so it's like a lot of that shit be like defined by errors. So it's like motherfuckers was ready to move. People were ready to move on from job but didn't know it. And 50 was the catalyst for right. motherfuckers to move on. And then he just hit him with the bait and switch. Like, oh, y'all like that shit? Oh, take this 21 questions. Take if you was my best friend. Like, take these jokes. And my, my thing is, is like you look at the, the songs that 50 did. Like, I just compared them to a lot of the job songs. It's the same. It's the same shit. shit. Twenty one questions <laughs> was the two thousand and three version of "Put It On Me." Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And I, it, it to me, it just like, hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, like, damn, like, who got the better music? And I'm like, yo, I'm, I probably am going out on a wild limb, but I think Jaws' music is just better. As an overall, his music just lasted longer. I think people look at music in terms of like peaks as opposed to like consistency. Right. So it's like, you know, uh, like a, you know, almost like a DMX versus like a LL. It's like DMX's ceiling is so much higher, but LL arguably had eight good albums over, uh, you know, a long period of time. Yeah, but the problem is rap changed and he didn't really change with it. So he got left in the dust just like X did, but it just took longer. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, when it come to Ja and 50... LL at one point was like the, the best he was young the best. Guy. He was the best young nigga out there. He was and the best. From, from, from the time he was 15 to like 27, he was the best rapper. Like, yeah, real shit. Like, it was, like Rakim was Rakim. Was Rakim. G-Rap was G-Rap. Certain niggas, KRS-One, but they didn't have the appeal that L had. Right. He had it all because he, he was a battle rapper. He could do the girl songs. And he could he could he was do like a deaf nigga as far as like yeah, and he'll punch you in the face right you know what I'm saying <laughs> so it's like he had the total fucking pa- and he had I, real I even, gangsters I, behind him I even like uh like when L did like love you better with like the muscle shirt and Fire. the fucking championship Fire. buckle belt yeah. <laughs> that all that shit. that whole puffy era of him working with L that shit was fire who do you love and all of all that, that shit? shit like yeah I didn't even know Puff did um. Phenomenon. I didn't even know that. I was saw that shit the other day. I'm like, damn, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah like, um, but I, I saw that and I'm just like, yo, I, I don't think 50, 50 pro- he probably a win just because even I, they're never gonna do it. But 
if they were, you know, it, it, 50's just going to be so ridiculous. Yeah. And, you know, he, he the and, fact if that they he, was to do it, I think 50 should just change the dynamic and just play 20 disc records. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Like, when I, I smell pussy, I smell pussy and all that shit. Like, when 50 gets to down, that, like, 50 gets to that, it's like, I don't really see Ja being able to sustain. Yeah, but ja I'm like, playing like top 40 shit with J Lo. He dropping like G Unit Radio. Yeah. With dirty ass. <laughs> Banks <laughs> freestyle. <laughs> Like, just troll the whole battle. Yeah. That's what I would want to see. Like, like but I, I, I feel like they would probably break whatever IG oh, Live They would record. shatter this they would, shit. It, it would be a million easy watching that just on the strength. They could fuck around and get, like, a check out of that shit. Now, who do you think wins, though, if they do that? Let's end with that. After... Uh, uh, I'm leaning towards 50, but I'm thinking it's, I think it's a two record swing either direction. I'm like, my, my homie was like, because 50, you got to remember 50 still got them game records too. That was crazy as though. That was literally what my homie was That's saying. That's the swing vote to me. Them game records is just like, like hate it or love it is literally one of the best rap songs of ever. <laughs> like it's just one of them records that's like they got everything to fuck right. He was you like, what? what? He, but here go the thing. Ain't it funny? Was an actual number one. Yeah. Like Ja got a, a record with J Lo that was bigger than yeah. Hate It or Love It, and he was like, well, what happened when Fifty go to like some 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 gutter shit like like back down? I'm like, dog, Ja was on grand finale. He like, mm, you. I'm like, I was on murder grand. I, I forgot all about murder. <laughs> Like real shit, Jive. and it's two murder grams. Yeah, the one from Streets is watching, and then the other. Yeah, like real talk. Like Jive was on a lot of shit, yo. And I'm like, I ain't even mentioned like mesmerized. I ain't mentioned down ass bitch. I didn't mention thug loving with Bobby Brown. Or That's my shit. Thug like Jive got a Jive, gazillion records. Niggas got Jive fucked up, man. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's, I think it's a two record swing either direction. I, it's not a blowout. If y'all think it's a blowout, y'all just dipshits and don't know nothing. Like which you know the, the internet is full of dipshits that don't know nothing. But yeah. um, I, it's it's two records either direction. Like either direction. I just think for fifty, them game records help him a lot. Yeah, hated. I mean, uh, this is how we do. This, um, this is how we do. Hated or love it. Uh, shit, even like so West seductive. Side story so seductive. With Tony Yayo, that yeah. was that shit when it first came out. It's a, it's a lot of joints there, but I just think Ja. And then you got to remember, people like Fifty. They love him. They, they and I feel like that's the swing. It's like the fact that he's such a personality. When when, and when Scott Storch dropped Candy Shop and motherfuckers was acting like it was a banger, I knew. That's like, when I was just <laughs> like, I, that was the weirdest part of out of all these battles that have happened in the last couple of weeks. Motherfuckers dropping candy emojis in we the gonna, comments. I, we'll end fifty job rule with. I think fifty wins, but I don't think it's a wash. It's the way not a wash. It's, it's one or it's one to three records max. Real shit. I want to get into Scott Storch and Manny. When Scott Storch played, this is what I talk about a lot when I talk about Southern bias. Now, when me and you did our top 10 producers of all time, and I tell people this. I'm going to show it to you just so you know I'm not playing the fuck around. Because I literally sent it to somebody yesterday because she thought I was fucking playing. Uh, No, I sent it. That's me in ninth grade at the bottom. 
I have on a no, no limit. limit like, like that shit is real. I was tank dog salute. I was really into cash money no <laughs> limit. So I personally love the New Orleans yeah. bounce movement. I love that shit. The music that Fresh and them were making was incredible. When he got into the battle with Scott Storch last week. And I saw motherfuckers like, oh, shit, candy shop with the flame emojis. I'm like, I've never seen y'all act like this for this song ever. Like, y'all don't ever like, want this like, joint to play. Jadakiss is arguably one of the 10 best rappers to ever rap. And he told us candy shop was garbage when it was out. Like, How are y'all trying to rewrite history? And now it's like, oh, no, candy shop flamers. Dog, Manny Fresh played back that ass up. And like Manny Fresh said, it's a Negro spiritual. That's the height that that song has reached. People make TikTok videos to this day with the doom, 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 where they're running through their house acting like that. It's what it is. Michelle Obama. Dog. (laughs) Come on, man. Manny Fresh played back that ass up, and people was in the comments like, oh, but wait, he going to play still DRE and get him out of here. And I'm like... Still DRE. <laughs> I haven't heard still DRE since it dropped. <laughs> I'm like, still DRE? Like, come on, y'all. You know, I, I and and that song is a great song, but that song has so many asterisks next yeah, to it. The it's fact Drake. that it's Scott a, Storch didn't produce it, right? You didn't pr- you flatly didn't produce it. The fact that Dre or Snoop didn't write it. It <laughs> that song just has so many asterisks. So for that with to it. be your trump card. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I just I, I ain't going. Not with back that uh, ass up. I ain't going. And the crazier the crazier part of all of this is Manny said he was on a breakfast club, I think it was this morning, and he basically said I was told I was doing a hip hop beat battle, not a R and B beat battle. I wasn't expecting to fucking hear Baby Boy and uh, he said because if that's the case, I could have played Beyonce before I let go remix. And he said that I, he said I did the whole l- intro production. That he said they sampled my record. So by that standard, I could have played that. If Literally, that's what he was one, doing. one of my homies was like, "Yeah, see, that's the problem. Manny didn't do no like type, no type R and B, no so I'm like, "Dog, Manny did an album with Tina, Tina Marie. Marie." I'm like, "What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about?" But again, if you think you coming in there on this type time, you're not even yeah. on that type shit. Yeah. But my thing is, even when you look at the beats. I'm talking about the production. Yeah. Literally, Scott Storch played five to seven beats that he did not produce. Yeah. And then he played another three or four that were all the same beat. He literally played You you uh You Got Me. You Got Me. The Roots. He didn't do that fucking beat. <laughs> he played The Watcher. He didn't do that fucking beat. He played Let Me Blow Your Mind. Go on dot on bit behind the boards right now. All these songs are on Dr. Dre's behind the boards. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Literally, he was like four or five beats in because in the first four or five beats, he played The Watcher, Let Me Blow Your Mind, and it was another one. Oh, you got me. And I was just like, yo, these are in the comments like, oh shit, I ain't know Scott did this because he didn't. Bro, he played Cry Me a River. I'm like, that's the third time I heard that song this week. No more Cry Me a River, yo. Don't nobody uh, else play that beat again in no battles, yo. Timberland played it. It played it. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is happening? And Danger did the fucking beat. Like, that was the Danger era where Timberland was stealing all Danger shit and yo. taking credit for it. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? That shit was weird, yo. That was the weirdest battle I've ever seen in my life. And the way they scored it was just so wild. It was draws that was blatantly Manny Fresh victories. It was certain Jones that fucking they gave to Scott that I'm like, that didn't 
beat over that. That's not a better record than that. And Manny left like five bangers on the table. Manny and left number one stunner. Uh, Cash number Money one stunner. is an army. Cash Money is an army. He didn't Juvenile bring, on fire. He didn't do Bring It Back. He didn't do Bring It Back. It was like, yo, he left like five, six bangers on the table. So it was just like, he said after a while, he got kind of frustrated. He just started trying shit because he's just like, yo, this is not what I signed up for. This is bullshit. Like, this nigga playing all these soft-ass fucking R&B beats. Like, it's like this, like the, everybody's trump cards through this shit so far have been motherfucking Beyonce, Drake, and Jay-Z. And it's just like... Can we do something else? What else did y'all do? Right. That's why I appreciate the RZA and Premier battle so much because RZA didn't get up there and play five Jay Z records. Right. He was playing ODB and yeah, listen and Method Man. Like I'm like, yo, nothing beats Method Man. Like you can't beat M E T H O D. You you're not beating that. I'm sorry. Talking about as far as Prem or I'm saying, I'm just saying in ter- in terms of what like. The way he was dropping those oh. records and setting them up, I'm like, this is going, this is a tough follow. Right. Like, once RZA got his sound right, shout out to Parks for getting yeah. the fucking. Once RZA got his sound right, then it was a fight because at first it was like Premier watching this nigga, and then RZA, I feel like Premier came. What it was was Premier. Since we offered the storage, I, me personally, when I did the scoring for the Manny's uh, storage shit, you had a twelve eight, right? I had Manny. No, I had it eleven nine. Eleven nine. But I gave Manny an extra point for back that ass because that song is just it's monumental at this point. But I've really felt like that my issue with the storage and Manny joint was. I remember when these. I remember when I need a hot girl came out, yes. and just how crazy that shit bung out. Scott Storch was playing beats where any pause this podcast right now and go look up the Watcher. You got me. Let me blow your mind. Still DRE. Cry me a river. He is not the producer on them songs. He's not even a Dr. Dre and or like the. He's not even listed on two of them. He's not listed on the Watcher. Like, and at most, he's additional production by keyboard keys by right. Like, that you don't get credit for that. You can't play that record, champ. And play I, the part you did. And I really was just well, on the tip. The, when, get the stems and play us the part you did. Like, when you listen to, and then what? That, go. Clap. Like, yeah. you, you like, fresh created top back. Big shit popping. Like, them joints just, you can't Still fly. Like, the way them joints just knocked and rung the fuck out. So I was just really grading it off of, the production yeah. and what because I know for a fact Sky Storch didn't do Still DRE. <laughs> he didn't do Cry Me a River. I know this shit. So I'm like, how the fuck? That's the equivalent of me getting in a B battle and just playing We Are the World. Like, fuck it. You know Are we just trying shit? <laughs> All right, I, you know, Quincy was my man. <laughs> like, what? Like, so I, I I didn't understand that at all, but Fresh is my man forever. When we did our top ten producers, I didn't have Scott Storch in my top ten. We didn't even talk about Scott Storch. No, I never do, just because he has done some decent beats. He did uh, Make It Rain, he did Lean Back, and he did Candy Shop and Just a Little Bit. Those are the four beats that I really, really yeah. like. Associate he, with Scott him. Storch. Yeah. But I, when I do... The Watcher, I don't ever think about Scott. Let me blow your mind. I, I honestly never think about him in that fucking zone. Because I know he didn't do like, this We shit. didn't even know you was in the room, bro. It was weird. <laughs> and and revisionist history is crazy as fuck. And then Scott Storch, he, he purposely holds his watch up. So I don't <laughs> like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just never was a crazy Scott Storch guy. But the, um... Like I said, I had an eleven nine at the end of it. Yeah. Um, just because if some of them beats, I just couldn't. I just wasn't going to give you. Just a little bit in Candy Shop are the same song. Pretty much. <laughs> it's the same song from the same artist on the same album. Pretty much. So it's like I just wasn't going to give you 
certain things. I, I don't even have a list in front of me because I had yeah. it on my page, but I yeah. took it down the way I had scored it. And, um, you know, everybody was giving me their little bullshit-ass synopsis, whatever, whatever. I wasn't really listening Yo, to this Russ, shit. Yo, Russ, man, and I like Russ a lot. Russ got to get punched in the face, man. Russ was oh, yeah, doing he was, he was wild. He was in the comments. Mac Mayne was ready to see him. He said, yo, where you at, little baby? Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to pull up. Mac Mayne had enough of that shit. Like, that, he was doing the most. Like he, At one point, he was like, Scott 13-0. I'm just like, bro, don't... Like, and you from Atlanta. That's what make it even worse. Yeah. Like He works with him, though. Yeah, I he, get it, but you from Atlanta, bro. Like... And I get it, you this little Italian Sicilian kid, whatever, whatever. Cash money rung out, dog. You playing a lot of games. Yeah. Playing Real a lot shit. of games, man. The um Primo and Rizza battle definitely wasn't what I thought it was going to be. True. Again, I'm a Prem fan. I know this. There were moments in the battle where I was just like, like, like Rocky Five, like, fight back, you bum! <laughs> you lose your finish. <laughs> What's up, that job? Because Rizza was throwing haymaker Haymakers. after haymaker. Rizza had a run of like seven in he a had row. A run, he had a stretch. That little stretch where he did verbal intercourse and all. It was just like, and and, and Preem was like not really hitting the right and that's where that shit comes into play like yeah. I was literally on a tip like yo Preem need A&R like Preem <laughs> need somebody to come in and just coagulate like he need a Cortez or something like cause this shit not right and that shit matters to add. like how I just did that breakdown with yeah. Jabro and 50 yeah. playing the right record after Timing this record is so important that's in these really battles. what it is and when there was a stretch right after, I say right after when RZA did M-E-T-H-O-D, man, that they got it. They, they like, locked the fuck yeah. in because he came right back with Nas's like. Then he came right back with verbal intercourse. Then he came right back with fucking uh, kicking the door. It, it was just, like, perfect yeah. offset of each other. Um, I actually scored RZA winning. I had RZA at 11-9 just because the the record playing that Preem was doing. Like, when 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 RZA does hit with M-E-T-H-O-D, man, you got three options. You could use Mass Appeal, but we know you saving that. Right. <laughs> you could use So Ghetto, but we know you saving that. When he hits with M-E-T-H-O-D, man, the only shit that you can realistically come back at that with is unbelievable. And you didn't play it at that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to save kicking the door for when he plays cream. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to save that. Yeah. So it's like, that was my joint. It's just, he was going, he went too far into the gang star. He bag. went way too deep in his catalog. And, and it was just like, bro, you got Invincible with Capone and Noriega. You got So Ghetto and A Million and One, one Questions. Granted, he popped it off with A Million and yeah, One Questions, that was which was great. But it's like, you got So Ghetto. You got A Million and One Questions. You got The Evils. You got... Nas is like New York State of Mind. You got kicking the door and unbelievable. It's just you went too far off the <laughs> path for everybody who 284,000 people here watching yeah. this shit. Then he played like some old Royce shit. He played, he played Royce. He played, though, he played a Chub Rock John. And I was like, yo, <laughs> Preem is mugging right now. I was like, Preem is mugging out right now. <laughs> And granted, that was a good song, but it's yeah. just like, these motherfuckers watching this probably don't even know who Chub Rock is. Chub Rock like a doctor or some shit right you there. You know, you feel me? <laughs> so it was just like, Preem just wasn't playing 
for 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 the preem that I know for the yeah. like realistically you could have gotten there and it sounds wild he could have thrown Sandra's rose into the joint and that would have gotten a reaction out of yeah. people like oh shit you on Drake latest joint like to where you you didn't have to play the chub <laughs> not the chub rock his record, his record selection got got weird it got strange. Cause he could have, he could have arguably won by five records Real if he tough. plays different shit. Cause you you know what what Riz is coming with. It's gonna be a lot of woo. You know that. Yeah. You know he got Iron Man. He got Thirty Six Chambers. He got into the woo. He got fucking meth first shit. Like he got joints. So got you know joints. he's coming with. All I got is you and Cream and M E T H. Like you shimmy, know he shimmy, got. Uh, you you know uh um. Brooklyn Zoo. Like, when he played Brooklyn Zoo, kicking the door. That's supposed to be the next record. No rap. Yeah. But the next record was, like, some gangstar <laughs> album filler. And it was like, come on, you're killing me. And then he was, like, dropping knowledge with it. Like, yeah, you know, uh, he was just killing me. He was like, yeah, rest in peace, Big L. I'm like, oh, not the Big L. Like, come on, Free. Big L. Like, Free was killing me, yo. I was going <sighs> off in my depot watching that shit. I hate when niggas go in a Big L bag in a producer bag. It was funny because I was watching, shout out Jared. I was watching with my homie at work. And he was like, yo, rest in peace, Big L. Y'all already know where we going with this one. And and, and my man, he cut the joint on my man Jared like, yo, who the fuck is Big L? <laughs> Like, right. Like, I was like, Big L was the man out there, like when Jay first started cracking on. Yeah. And them them New York niggas love Big L. They love, love him. L, but I was like, up there, they probably loving this shit. But you got 200,000 people watching this shit from all over the world, the country. They they don't really care about, like, that nigga just played fucking Brooklyn Zoo. We don't want to hear no Big L <laughs> right now. Like, you got to come with some Biggie shit, dog. You playing. And that that was the joint. Preem just wasn't playing the yeah, right yeah, records at Rizzo all. just played one of the five hardest records of all time. Right. You came back with. With the big L, you know we about to go with this old dirty bastard, Brooklyn. I've been li- listen. I've been listening to that album all Duh. week, man. It's like yeah, he's a good fucking album, you know. And he 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 held he held so ghetto for as long as he could. You know, he dropped Mass Appeal. That's to yeah. me. That's anybody that played Tony Hawk Pro Skater back in the day. You know, Mass Appeal was just that shit. So it's like it was a great battle. It was great a battle. great battle. Great battle. And uh, you know. What's somebody say he was dressed like G.I. Joe? Yo, I was Roadblock from G.I. Fucking rolling. <laughs> but it's the truth. And it was like, I said it, they two older, you know, New York niggas. I knew that, I knew, I literally had my man dying. The shit, did you see it from the beginning? Yes. Like when Preem started it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Preem started the joint. was like, all right, yeah, we here. You already know, you know what I'm saying? Word is bond. I'm like, oh, Lord. <laughs> Word is bond was way too early. Yo, they see the, the meme, the boys like, I'm getting ready for the battle Saturday. Yeah, it was uh, Sean snow, with the, the snow beach, <laughs> the <laughs> razor, <laughs> the Timbs. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest joint was Black Thought. Like, yo, Preem, go, what do you say? Uh, uh, go smoke some sherm. You got to get in your back. <laughs> yo, Black Thought had the best commentary. Yo, dog. go smoke some sherm. You got to get in your back. I'm like, dog. I didn't know Black Thought loved RZA so much. Yeah, heavy RZA vibes. Figure Quest loves. Like, yeah. they were they them niggas. You know what I'm saying? The um, Go smoke a dust blunt. The best, the best battle, and as, as good as I thought RZA and Preem were, the best battle I've seen, T-Pain and Lil, Lil Jon. Jon. Their battle was 
excellent. They got it the fuck on. It was excellent. Because they're the same nigga. They're the same, like, life of the party, yeah. alcoholic, wild ass, laughing, joking, playing. Yeah. Their battle was phenomenal. They played monster records. Crazy part is, John left some records off the table. John left some records over there. Because, um, like... John didn't play um, Shorty Wanna Ride. Like he and I was telling my like, I'm like, yo, John, it, like, when I put him on my top to music, yeah. motherfuckers like, yo, John, I'm like, oh, what the fuck y'all talking about? My thing is this, and it like, goes back to the Manny Fresh shit. When you carry a movement, you have to get considered. Like the no street shit that Swiss carried, you have to be there. The New Orleans bounce shit that Manny carried, you have to be there. The crunk era that John fucking manifested and carried, you have to be there. That nigga has a whole genre of music no that bullshit. he was the fucking producer. And of. then went and did EDM shit, and right? Got and got records. crazy <laughs> over there. Yeah. So it's just yeah. like, yeah, Lil John got so many. He didn't play Bibi. He didn't play Put Your Hood Up. Like it was just so many joints that he could have gone into that it's like, damn, my man ain't been me like, yo, John really got like records. I'm like, what the fuck yeah. is wrong with y'all? Like, yeah, John started as an A&R. He was a fucking record man. And that shit be mattering. Like, <laughs> when you know, like how Luda, Luda understood radio. So yeah. it's like, yeah, I can rap my ass. I can rap as good as T.I. I can rap as good as Buck. I can rap as good as fucking Face and, and yeah, Juvie. Yeah, but not gonna connect but to the radio I know audience. how to get MTV coverage when motherfuckers yeah. from the South really not even getting that shit. This is why I'm in Fast and the Fury and making $20 million a year without <laughs> rapping now. You know what I mean? But I thought Lil Jon and T-Pain Jones was probably the best battle yeah. where it's like they fuck with each other. They was having fun. The comments was lit. The yeah. production, the Their audio. responses, like when they was dropping bombs on each yeah. other and their responses was just like... Like, like the, I loved when uh, T-Pain plays... Blame it on alcohol with Jamie Foxx. And that's a monster record. And it gets done. And like Lil John, like, oh, you made an uh, uh, alcohol song. I got one too. Shot, shot, shot. It's like they were perfectly playing off yeah. of each other. So I thought their battle was probably the best one I've seen. What um, was the consensus on who won? Or was there not one? Because I, I didn't really I, see I, one. I, motherfuckers just got, like, they was just having fun partying. <laughs> yeah. Like, they weren't even scoring the shit. And that's yeah. where it was just like, you felt the feel-good vibe of, like, it took you out of these motherfuckers. Now, like, you could see Manny and Scott Storch don't like each other. Like, Manny really just look at him like a drug addict white boy who got lucky. <laughs> that's the way he, like, act with him. Uh, Sean Garrett and Dream don't like each other. You know what I mean? Like, you could see the genuine love and pain yeah. and, and, and uh, Lil John to where it was like it wasn't even a battle it was more so like a party that we all was just a part of so they shit was dope um babyface and teddy riley it's scheduled for saturday it's getting weirder and weirder by the day with them <laughs> because first it was teddy riley wanted money then it was no babyface got, got the, the rona. rona it's just i know teddy riley's gonna show up with that brian dawkins thing right here it's just it's gonna be weird the fact that Teddy Riley and Jermaine Dupree have the same beard. Pisses me off, mm -hmm. first and foremost. They shit is painted on. Yeah. I don't, I don't it's like a strip. It. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. You how old? I'm 35. You're 35. Teddy Riley got to be 61 years old. Teddy Riley How might. is his shit darker than both of ours combined? Yeah. We're not buying it, Teddy. So that's yeah. the first thing. Um, secondarily, we talk about all the time, a constant theme of this show is old niggas don't understand the internet. Mm. To take... Something you have to meet people. There's a phrase called meeting people where they are. Yeah. You have to take situations and look at them for what it is and say, All right, the people are already on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Why would I take people 
off Instagram that has a mechanism for people to view whatever the fuck it is that we want to view that they're already on and take them to a third party site where they got to register and sign up and do all is of this. Is that what he was on? Yes. Do all this extra shit to view the same thing that they could have viewed on fucking Instagram live because I want to monetize the traffic. And it's like, bro. And the second secondary uh, yeah, part I, of that I'd is, I'd rather watch the bitches twerking on Tory's yeah, page. Yeah, so it's like, bro, why should I trust whatever company you're a part of that they have better <clears throat> uh, computer engineers and programmers than fucking Instagram and Facebook? That they're how are you even going to be able to handle the traffic that right. comes through your fucking site when a company like Caffeine that's been around for X amount of years doing online streaming and this, that, and the third, they partner with Drake and the URL and their first fucking battle, the fucking servers crash. Right. Like, so how can I trust that whatever rinky dink fucking streaming service you got is going to be able to handle this traffic? It ain't like you saying, oh, we going to partner with Tidal or we going to partner with Spotify and do it. You saying a company that I'm a part of, we want to do it there. Well, we're going to run advertising on the Instagram story and then they swipe up. Yeah. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. We right. talking I about? didn't know he was doing all of that's, that. That that's, was his whole pitch. And it's just like, insanity. this is dumb. Teddy's losing on the strength. <laughs> like people are already on Instagram. I got baby face 13 to 7. I ain't even, <laughs> like, I ain't even see the battle like, yet. It's just shit. stupid. And it's just like another example of old niggas not understanding the internet. Ever. And just like, bro, some t- you ain't got to get paid for everything. I get it. It's a downtime right now. Motherfuckers not making no money, but nobody's not making no money. Do you think that, like, I think niggas think like Swiss and Timberland cut like some backdoor deal with yeah. Instagram or something? Like, they just trying to, like, find the money. And it's like, yo. You produced for Michael Jackson, dog. Sit the fuck down somewhere. You created New Jack Swing. You should have enough money if you yeah. didn't put it all up your nose. Like, yeah, very true. What the fuck? Yeah, that's weird. So he just, you just fucked with the whole integrity of the shit. And it's just like, if Babyface is like, Teddy Riley, you Teddy Riley, but you ain't no Babyface. And if Babyface, who 75 years old, is willing to get on Instagram and do this shit, <laughs> you at 61 should be equally willing to do it. I'm not understanding the disconnect. Somebody the other day was like, um, do y'all think Quincy Jones would battle? And somebody was like, who are we going to battle? Mozart? Chubby <laughs> like, check. I was like, dog. <laughs> I'm like, y'all do it anything you with these battles. You had to battle Smokey. Yeah, real shit. That was that would be it. Like Smokey, probably. You know what I'm saying? But it's just the the battle shit. Smokey get up there dropping these four tops fucking Jones home. It, it's literally like, it's getting to the point where everybody, I saw, uh, what's the one that was always getting robbed for the chain? He's a producer now. Bird. Young Bird. What's yeah. his producer name, though? Hitmaker. 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 I saw him the other day talking about, oh, anybody could get this smoke. I saw 2 chains requesting Meek Mill for a battle. Meek it, politely declined. It, it, literally, motherfuckers the other day was like, um, like, if we being honest, Meek would have, like, it kind of got washed in that joint. And I'm just <laughs> like, yeah, I mean... You know, somebody was like, do Meek got 20, do Meek even got 20 hits? And I'm like, he don't got 20 hits, but he, the thing is, again, this is the he got, regional. He got, he got club bangers. This is the regional aspect. Because Meek could get in there and play Rose Red. That shit's going to, to us, New York, yeah. Jersey, maybe even like, you know. A little, po- a little the, pocket of Atlanta. VA, Atlanta, uh, yeah. But like the West and the middle, they, like that shit don't mean nothing Two chains going to drop, I'm different on your two fucking Two chains head. haul off and play motherfucking... <laughs> Uh, what's the drum with Wayne on the hook? 
Double bag boys. Just like, mercy. <laughs> he started like, dropping yeah, these fucking. Like, he got a whole album with Wayne. Yeah, <laughs> like, he like, started you know dropping that shit. You can be like, oh my god, you it's know, gonna be a long night. Yeah, like, I, I, if I'm meek, I'm not even trying. We're gonna get fifteen to five. Yeah, <laughs> like real shit. It's like you know that that doesn't even make any sense. But I feel like the battles are literally. You know, I, we've seen some good ones. We've seen some terrible this ones. Shit is starting to jump the shark. Starting. It's, it's right like there. Instagram live period. It's just, you know. Yo, you go on. It's, I'm a, all right. I'm, I'm going to do an experiment. I'm going to get on Instagram right now and tell y'all how many people is on my live. Oh, my whole fucking page be going live One, on Instagram. One, two, three. And it's ranging from like Jen to Grant Cardone. Like everybody's on Everybody. live right now, dog. One, two, three. I actually only got three people on live right now. That's fucking an all-time low. But yeah, Grant Cardone is on live right now. Motherfuckers be on live with other people, live with this person, live with that person. It's just like, yeah, that live shit is with homeless Joe. Like that shit is kind of going left bad. The um, it was something I wanted to ask you. Oh, so th- this this shit has just been bothering me. I wanted to talk about this. I know you have an opinion on this. So when T Pain battled Lil John the other day, T Pain said, "I know I probably shouldn't be playing this, but I'm gonna play it because I floated on this fucking track." And he played "I'm a Flirt" remix, remix yeah. in which he, did, you know, want to pull up to the club. <laughs> he 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 floated on that joint, and people in the comments was like, "Nah, bro, you can't play Kells." And da 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 da. So the other day, when I was doing the questions, a girl asked me like, "Do I still listen to R. Kelly music?" And as a joke, I had um, ignition playing in the background. I like turned it off, like, "Oh no, we don't listen to Kells, you know, no more, whatever, whatever." And I saw Rod talking about it the other day on Twitter. I saw a couple people talking about it, like the disdain that everybody has for R. Kelly's music after these documentaries. And I feel like if y'all are going to be these people, you have to be that across the board. Everybody, yeah. You know what I mean? You you can't watch... Uh, what's his name from 21? The movie, 21, the actor. Um, that was trying to get the boy, the 14-year-old boy... Kevin Spacey. Oh, like right, you right. you can't watch a Kevin Spacey movie. You realistically probably shouldn't be listening to Biggie. Biggie was an abusive ass motherfucker who was beating bitches' heads in. Kinda, it's kinda can't listen to Jay-Z. Kinda can't listen to whole <laughs> it's like Foxy Brown. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Like you you can't pick and choose. And this is my problem with the whole R. Kelly thing. Kells was the king of R and B three years ago. This was after all that shit. Yeah. All the shit that went on, all the things that happened, Kells was the king three years ago. Yeah. Then the Surviving R. Kelly documentary dropped, and now everybody is like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Kells married Aaliyah in the 90s. <laughs> she been a sick nigga. Y'all didn't care because the hits was coming out and yeah. the money was rolling. And, and it was a lot of people, not to cut you off, but it was a lot of people in society doing the same shit. It was a societal norm. We had that norm. whole conversation other day. It was a societal grown norm. niggas was dropping off bitches in high school niggas and middle school. 27 dropping off 15-year-old bitches like it wasn't nothing. Like it Nobody was, cared. We were, I the remember, mom, the parents was complicit I in remember, this shit. I was telling my homegirl other day, I remember we was in school and a chick was in school with us in high school. Nigga was dropping her off. I thought it was her pop. I was like, hey, how you doing, Mr. So? Like, I thought it was her pop. <laughs> her cold nigga And it's just like You know what I mean And not saying it was right But it's what it was, it was Culturally it, it wasn't right It was very wrong But, Kel- but culturally That's what was going on At the time Kel's married Aaliyah Y'all We been new 
All of these motherfuckers in the music industry was complicit because Kells was giving out them hits. Yeah, down Niggas down been down new. Uncle, Barry Hankerson. Y'all love Jeezy. G- fucking Kells is on TM102, the lead single. <laughs> Y'all love Ross? Kells got a single on Triller. Y'all love Swiss Beats? Kells is on them. It's showtime. Kells J- got all the above with beans. Th- Kells is on all that shit. Y'all love Jay-Z. Jay-Z dropped an album. When Jay-Z was getting his head cracked open by Nas, Jay-Z said, all right, you know what? I'm the biggest nigga in rap. I'm going to link up with Kels. He the biggest nigga in R&B. We just did Fiesta. We're going to do a motherfucking album. Best of both worlds. They did the shit. Comes out, what was it? 500,000 first week. Number one, successful. All of the shit come out. <laughs> the very next year, Kels is in federal court getting indicted for having sex with an underage girl, 15-year-old, after a fucking videotape services where he's eating a girl ass out like fucking kibbles and bits. <laughs> You know what Jay-Z did the very next year? Dropped another, another album, album with the nigga and, and went back on tour with the nigga. It's like everybody was complicit and was cool with the shit. But now it's like, oh, you, why are you listening to Ignition? Nigga, that's all I got. Out <laughs> <laughs> of all this shit. That's the only thing I got is I wish and Ignition is stepping to the name of love. I ain't get no money, none of that shit. And Kels don't even own the rights to his music. So he fucking turn that, that shit, shit. up. Yeah. Like, that shit just amazes me at how they just picked him to be like, yeah, nah, we still gonna bang Thriller, we still gonna bang this, we still gonna bang this, we still, we listen to Pac, like, that to death, da 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 but it's just like, oh, no, we don't listen to and Still I, watching Mike Tyson fucking podcast and all Mike this. Tyson went to jail for a rape. Like an actual that's rape. actual rape. Like, an, like the heavyweight the, champion. He went to jail for an actual rape. OJ cut two people heads off. And motherfuckers like, hey, such that's going on. What we wonder what OJ thinking. OJ lit a shit on Twitter right now. <laughs> it's like, how y'all just pick and choose with this one person? This shit is nuts to me. But I thought they was like mad at pain the other day for playing. It's just like, bro, I created this music. Y'all tripping. Like, I, yeah. this, this is a part of my life. Like, I'm a flirt going to be here for a while. Y'all bugging. And it's like, I was like a little annoyed at that. I'm like, how do y'all really just. People was hot. Hot, man. People like, oh, he was singing about them little girls. I'm like, and I believe I can fly. Well, I mean, here's the thing, right? Kells is a sicko. Let's not. I'm not being a Kells. Never apologist. denying no, no. it. Kells is a sicko. Kells been a sicko since we met the nigga, like flat out. On that documentary, we saw he's just a crazy nigga and a manipulator. Period. He don't care how old the bitches is. He manipulating thirty year old bitches, like putting dog collars on them too. Like he's an equal opportunity sicko. Yeah. Like. So it's just like, it, uh, yeah, he might have been singing my little girl, but he was singing about these old crazy bitches that he was fucking make eat cheese out of his ass too. Like you know, it's 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 literally one of them things where it's like, <clears throat> I, I I can separate the art from the other shit, and the music is just, it's just too good. It, it's like, too good. He's not profiting from the music. Like he's not profiting off of this shit, and 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 the shit is great. I, if, I'm listening to Fiesta. You know what I'm saying? That's just a great fucking song. Right. Think about this, though, right? Because uh, Steve Stout was talking about uh, Trackmasters battling JD and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just sitting here like, they're going to have to play so many R. Kelly records to even hang. Real shit. Like, so by that standard that they trying to hold T-Pain to is like fucking Tone going to get on there and start playing these R. Kelly records. You disqualified, bro. You going to lose eight rounds. Real shit. Like, how do you recover from that? You know what I'm saying? So it's like this happens. They was talking about the the songwriter battle the other day with the the game and um I mean uh the dream and uh Sean Garrett yeah. and then the uh Neo and Jante and, and, Austin. yeah and they was saying how they was talking about the songwriter John and like 
who 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 don't want it with who and this and there. And Stone uh, Marley, he got on there was like, I know y'all ain't trying to talk about it or hear it, but uh, it's somebody that none of them can fuck with, and it's Kells. And I'm like, dog, like you talking about songwriting, nigga? Like, and Kells just be like, let's go to fifty, <laughs> let's go to sixty. <laughs> Like, dog, Kells wrote Bump, Bump, Bump for B2K. Kells dropped that Celine Dion shit. <laughs> dog, Kells wrote, Kells wrote King of the Dancehall for Beanie Man. That's a different nigga when yeah, it comes to writing, dog. Like, you straight write a reggae classic. You can't read or write. <laughs> you can't read or you write. you writing these bums. Like. Why you can't read or write and you writing bums? You writing bums. Bombs, dog. Dog, I'm like, yeah, that's a joke. Nobody want, nobody want had that argument, but it's like, yeah, Kells wiped the floor with all these niggas were writing. So it's just like, you saw he got denied getting out and shit. He tried yeah, to he slide. He tried to, try to make a move. <clears throat> you know, Rona. <laughs> he like, got nah. denied. YNW Melly got denied. YNW Melly got the corona, and they said, yeah, nigga, you not coming. You yeah. not fighting this case from the street. They said he, somebody was like, murder he down to one fifteen. It was like he was only one nineteen when he went in. Fucker, <laughs> is six nine really out? He out. He's really out. He's really out. Okay, because it seemed fake at first. It was they. they somebody re- used a video from that when he video got was, out was yeah old. fake. But yeah, he's out. Oh wow, he's out. He and the thing about it is, he's out and he's safe because he got everybody locked up. They're all locked up. The whole fucking trayway is locked the fuck up. Somebody the other day was like, "Damn, so y'all really gonna let six nine come home and still be a star?" And uh. The person who said it, like his tweet was like blowing up, whatever. Yeah. But then the retweet on it, like somebody quoted it, was like, "Bro, I just checked your location. You in Florida? You got work to do. Don't mind what the fuck we doing <laughs> over here." <laughs> like, Yo, y'all ridiculous. Work but it's like, yeah, I, I was saying, like, six nines probably still. He's probably gonna end up on like reality television. Yeah. It sounds crazy, but like. All them mobster dudes and uh, they all be just out they talking. They're on tours. They're doing documentaries <laughs> and fucking college state Jones visits. It's just like. As far as I know, and I could, I could be wrong, as far as I know, Michael Francis cooperated. Yeah. From what I know, he cooperated, right? I believe. I believe he did. I know his brother did some weird shit, but that's he was brother wasn't really in the mob like that. But I believe. I'm 80% It ain't sure. even about cooperating. My, the thing is, you're not, once you take the vow of Omerta, you're not supposed to leave. Exactly. So, like, the fact that they just basically be like, yeah, I left the life. He left the life. And I'm 80% sure he cooperated. He's on a national speaking tour before right. the corona hit. He's been on every big play. He's been on Vlad five times. Right. He was just on Valuetainment. Like, he's been every fucking where. Except the Breakfast Club. Like, yeah. that's the only shit he ain't been on. You know what I'm saying? Like all because you know why he outlasted. He said this. He said I outlasted all of my peers and the people that were like older than me. The all the people that wanted to kill me are dead. Yeah. So fuck it. Like, and that's what I be trying to explain to people. I'm like, yo, uh, American La Cosa Nostra, as we knew it in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, it doesn't exist like that no more. Like it's still motherfuckers shaking shit down and getting shit done, like Skinny Joey niggas like that. But it's just like it's not to that level. Like they just don't have the strength in the numbers no more like that. Like then the dad, like the, everything around them has evolved, and like motherfuckers just ain't like like casinos are corporate now. Yeah, like, like, not even that. I was talking about like motherfuckers just ain't like. I saw the thing with a uh, tax stone where he was like, all them old mom niggas is pussies. Like y'all was shaking down bakers and shit like that. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, all like 
motherfuckers just ain't going for that. Like, you yeah. ain't walking into a business that motherfucker done worked hard for, but like, oh, I need 10%. It's like, I'll blow your fucking head. Like, <laughs> motherfuckers is literally on that type of time from Jump Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I, I think 6 9 still going to be a start. Before we get in, I want to talk about Diddy. Um, what the fuck is going on with, with Diddy? I see people snapping off about... All right, so two things. Okay. One... Uh, well, three things. One, he did the Diddy Dance at Don okay. on Sunday with his family. He wanted to raise money for the healthcare workers. He raised over four million dollars. So kudos Jeez. to Diddy for that. Um, he had everybody check in. Fucking LeBron minus his family. Yo, LeBron, did you see the LeBron? I saw him snapping LeBron on his man. Get, get over here. He said, oh, man, these niggas, man. He's steady <laughs> dancing, though, but he like, these niggas, man. He said, oh, these niggas too cool for school. <laughs> LeBron acting like Joe Jackson. Did you, LeBron, <laughs> did, somebody posted a picture of him on his live the other day because his beard is all, and yeah. this was like, he's literally transforming into Delroy Ray Lindo. Lindo. <laughs> you need Delroy Lindo. For those of you that know who Delroy Lindo is, he's one of the best black actors of all time. That's like Kev Uncle yeah. that was up here. It's, it's fucking, like, any reference to him is hilarious. He's the dad from Crooklyn. The, the, the fucking dad from Romeo Must Die. Aaliyah and he dad was, and he was the OG on uh, Clockers. Yeah. It definitely was in Clockers. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was the OG on Clockers and shit. That was a good ass movie. He was that the was sergeant in First Time Felon. Yeah. It was rumbling with uh, <laughs> uh, um, Tretch. Buck with Delroy Lindo. Yeah. So yeah, so LeBron, his family, Drea got on there and was twerking and then Lizzo God, this is where the problem starts. But I there I understand what happened. But go ahead. <laughs> so Lizzo come on there and she started twerking and then he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a family show. Blah, but blah, it blah. wasn't the fact that she was twerking. It was the fact that the fucking money bag yo and the song what's was the little, little black too nigga? Wild. Black youngster. Black youngster. The song, Rolls Royce Trunk, uh, whatever the fuck yeah. that song is, um, she had sucked dick on the way to the dentist. And when Puff heard that, he's like, whoa, 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 it's a family joke. He wasn't even thinking about her. Exactly. And we're, you know, the, the, we the waiting same, in the, the riot same, media. The same bitches that made me uh, delete my page. <laughs> same bitches that had Future on the shit for the big chick in the club. Yeah. Future, like, I don't even know what the fuck y'all talking about. Talking. It's like fake outrage Twitter never ceases to amaze me. They don't sleep neither. They don't know. They don't rest. And it's always, it's, it's so weird because, like we just said about Dice Clay, Patrice O'Neal, nice way to come full circle. Back in the day, that shit would have happened and it'd have been nothing. Dice, with, if Dice but, Clay hit a stage today, they'd be like, as soon as he get there, they'd be like, that's him, officer. Like, <laughs> they would lock him the fuck but up. But Puff had to go and make a whole apology yeah. about this shit. Because he was fat shaming her. And Puff like, nah, nah, nah. I love big women. Like, did it. To the point where they started pulling up pictures of Puff dancing with big girls. I'm like, I hate fucking America, yo. Like, y'all are tripping. Like, and it's just wild because for you to not be on that type time, but to have some dickheads on social media saying that, now you, in the midst of you raising money for healthcare workers, you gotta take time out of that to, to come over this. here yeah. to deal with this nonsense. It's just... The fake outrage shit is just it's it's it gets weirder every it's day. It's sad and bad. Um, so that was that. And then the third thing is he popped up with a whole new little boy. People was trying to figure out who this kid is. Apparently it's his nephew. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah. even realize that. <laughs> the um yeah, but I saw that shit, but that shit was this uh, disturbing. Like, wait. Cause I honestly didn't even think it at first. When I yeah. saw her like dancing, I was more so in a tip like me, I was like, yeah, the, the song was kind of wild. The song is wild. Like, wild as shit. <laughs> and then you listen back to it, and it's like, oh, yeah, he definitely was stopping it for the music. Because yeah. he, you see it, Puff wasn't even looking at the screen. Right. Like, the, uh, 
what's the little light skinned kid? The, the one at the restaurant? Uh, Justin. Justin was in the screen yeah. when she was twerking. Puff wasn't on the actual camera. He heard the music and came back like, oh, it's a family jump. And she was like on the tip like, oh, my fault. Then play something else then. Like she was more so on the yeah, tip yeah, like yeah. he was stopping her from twerking. But Puff wasn't even looking at the phone. Yeah. But literally they run with this narrative. Now... 60-year-old billionaire <laughs> fucking hip-hop legend Puff gotta come back and like, oh, no, nah, you know, we I love big women. It was never that. And it just, it, it, it's sad. It, it, we are ridiculous, man. I hate everybody. The, um... And did you talk about the Michael Rubin shit? Like, exactly what it was? You mentioned the Rolls Royce. Uh, no. Well, Michael Rubin is doing... Here's his... the part I don't understand, right? Yeah. He's apparently doing... He, Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So I don't know that. Michael Rubin is doing um, his own challenge. He's do, he's they're basically challenging their friends and family, whatever to you know to donate um, to the All In Challenge or whatever like that. So basically, like you know, somebody Michael Rubin gets on the joint. He say, "Hey, you know, I'm starting this All In Challenge. Da da da. I'm going to commit to this. I'm challenging my five friends, Meek Mill, this person, da, 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 to do the same thing. Blah blah blah. So Meek come on. Meek says he's donating his favorite car to be auctioned off, his Rolls Royce Phantom. He said, I'm donating my favorite car, my Rolls Royce Phantom, to be auctioned off and all of the proceeds given to the challenge. I challenge James Hart and LeBron, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then they just go from there. It's kind of like the ASL right. challenge where it's like, I'm going to commit XYZ and I challenge these people to do this, you know, the same or more or whatever like that. And it's been getting like a lot of traction. And I was watching the news last night and that was like the third news story was like, it wasn't even about the challenge. It was about what Meek committed to doing. And I'm like, slow news cycle. The the thing is, I saw that Meek Mill was donating a phantom to be auctioned off. You could get a part in a Kevin Hart movie as part of it. Well, I guess that was probably Kevin's commitment to the shit. And then you can coach a five, you can... You can play in a five-on-five basketball game that's coached by Ben Simmons. I'm like, what the fuck? These <laughs> gifts. Where's this- the money? <laughs> I'm like, this is getting weird. Get a fucking bread up. Because I, t- I retweeted it because the, the picture it was fucking hilarious. The picture that they got on Bleacher Report of Kev, like, you know, they got pictures yeah. of everything. The picture that they got of Kev in the background, Spank is, like, eating a burrito, <laughs> and the shit is, like, falling all over. Let's <laughs> fucking ruin <laughs> <laughs> but um where the fuck is it all right here it is right here 76ers part owner michael rubin has launched the all-in challenge to help raise money you can bid on meek mills custom rolls royce phantom being in a kevin hart movie playing in a five-on-five game with ben simmons coaching among other things and i'm like at, well, the, first of all, the, the basketball game is not happening until 2022 that's what i'm like what the fuck <laughs> so nobody's bidding on that shit but look at the picture they got of Kev on Bleacher. Look at Spank in the background, the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Spank, you got to sue them people, yo. <laughs> Fuck what they put you on there they like can't that. can't fucking win. Yo, can't get a victory, dog. But yeah, I'm like, the Phantom is cool. You know, I, I, that's yeah. decent. The um, Even being in the Kevin Hart movie, or probably that's decent. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't... I don't... <laughs> What if Kev was like, yo, you get to meet Spank? <laughs> like, what if that was one of the fucking jokes? You get to meet Naeem Lynn. Like, like you get to play in a five-on-five game with Ben Simmons coaching. You get it's to like, play backgammon with Joey Richardson. Like, can I get a uh, coach? Is going to teach me how to shoot. <laughs> what the fuck? 
Yeah, I was like, that was weird. I was like, the Phantom was a nice start. Yeah. Meek's Phantom was a wonderful Just start. Dropping down for And then it was like, Kev, what you got? Uh, you could be in a movie. It's like, no, nigga, you worth a hundred million. Yeah, you, you, can, you can be in uh Paper Soldiers too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you Nori and Kev and fucking Paper Soldiers too, real shit. That's fucking hilarious. Oh, you could be a Soul Plane uh, Reloaded. And Yo, shit. So- <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Soul Plane Reloaded is a funny ass title. <laughs> Reloaded, more soul, more plane. Uh. All right, what else? Oh, you mentioned Tiger King. What happened? What were you oh, they, they uploaded a new episode of Tiger Did they, King. Yo, listen, I saw... I'm <laughs> glad I got to go home. I saw on Netflix... Because you know how it'd be like new episode, new yeah. episode on... But I saw it said new episode on Ozark, but I watched the 10th episode from yeah. season three. So I saw a new episode on Tiger King. I'm like... But I, when you saw more Tiger King, I'm like, oh, shit, is yeah, it... There's one more episode. It's basically like a check-in with all of the cast or whatever oh, like I that. Gotta watch Everybody that. that's free. Other, so, uh, obviously, Joe Exotic's not on there. Yeah. Uh, d- no Carol Baskin. Of course. Um, and, but it was like everybody else. Like, the 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 Asian that... Uh, is that a guy or a girl? The one that lost their arm? That's a girl. All right. So, she's on there. The lead zookeeper... Uh, the one that lost his legs is on there. Like, uh, no, tell me, Jeff you, Lowe is on there. You, it was a tweet the other day. This shit had like eighty thousand retweets. The the girl, she was basically talking about, um, like getting out of a strenuous relationship and how you like look better and you be like, you you know, how bitches be losing weight yeah, or yeah, gaining yeah, yeah, a yeah, bunch yeah. of weight in a relationship, like an unhealthy relationship. And the, her tweet was, um, got rid of that relationship. Damn, look at the glow that I got now. And the picture she was in with she had a picture of the boyfriend, yeah. but like the face was covered with like the clown emoji. Yeah. But she looked like she actually she looked a mess. Like she was like <laughs> you she was like underweight, it looked like, and her hair was like kind of crazy. But then the picture without the boyfriend, she's she looked really good. Yeah. Titty sitting up and she was dressed in like leather. And somebody kind of was like, Oh, you want some Carol Baskets? <laughs> <laughs> Like she killed the boyfriend, now she dressed it in left. I was fucking rolling. Carol Baskin. So you was some Carol Baskin shit. Man, that shit was definitely the whole, that that was definitely the documentary of the year, man. Tiger King is fucking phenomenal. It's literally based on traffic. It's the biggest documentary ever. Oh, it's it's that good. It's that funny. Yeah, I, def- I watched. I finished it. That shit. I was, crazy. I was. I was. I was hoping you did. That yeah, shit was. That shit is. It's crazy. really a crazy. It's so many twists and turns to this shit. Dog. When the chick got her arm bit off, the nigga put on an EMT coat. <laughs> I still can't get over that. He just had an EMT coat in the closet Yo, and came out with this that. This is how big Tiger King he, is. No, they, he walked back in the gift shop was like, all right, look, I'm going to tell y'all for y'all hear it on the news. Somebody <laughs> just got their arm ripped off. So y'all want a refund or y'all just want to come back? Back another day. <laughs> they have credit card covers. With Joe Exotic on them that say, I'm never going to financially recover from this. Oh, shit. Word? Yes, I'm going to send you the link. That's huh? crazy. <laughs> Yo, Tiger King is fucking the one, great. The, the, one of the original husbands that he had, the young boy, he got teeth now. Yeah, he got his shit all fixed up. <laughs> like Somebody used the Joe the other day was like, um, this the gap he had here, because it was smaller than yeah. that one. It was like, um, social distancing, not, not far <laughs> enough. <laughs> 
<laughs> so many memes that have come from that show. It's fucking crazy, uh. man. But yeah, Tiger King is fucking fantastic, man. That, that, I'm gonna definitely watch that team like immediately when I get back in the house. I'm gonna go ride the bike. I'm gonna get back. I'm gonna watch that. I gotta watch a new episode of that. They could literally put new episodes. Tiger King could be like SVU. It's like 20 <laughs> seasons. I would watch it. This shit was that funny to me. The um oh motherfuckers hitting me. When are we gonna do the live the live IG uh, situation? Let's do it. Let's do it this weekend, like Sunday. The only problem is I gotta work. Oh. So it's like no, I'm just like if you let me know like a definite, I'll just yeah. take off because like just, no, there are no buses. But so. when aren't you working again? Well, I don't work any day really. So because I'm on a 48, okay. so it's suspended. So I just be like in my car. You don't see my IG story? Oh, I, Yo, haven't, I haven't been on. I literally IG, just like, be in my car all night. <laughs> like basically, we gotta go to work. Yeah. So we gotta come and like you gotta clock in, clock in. Yeah. But then you could chill because the bus ain't running, but they need people there for coverage, okay. like just in case a bus that is running break down or yeah. somebody call out, whatever, whatever. But for the most part, we just on chill. So, but the thing is, they want us to come to work, but they don't want us gathering in the break room. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the dispatcher straight be like, how many? Because uh, uh, they don't want more than ten in there. She see like. 14 motherfuckers out there Somebody gotta, Y'all gotta go She'll be like Yo go get a bus And just go down Like she, they just be Sending motherfuckers On the street So I literally come so And I just get the fuck Out the way Like yeah. I just be I literally the other, I was down in the break room In the boiler room The other day I was just down In the basement <laughs> like, Chilling what this shit Yo I took that you, It's a it's a freight elevator I never even you got, It's a freight elevator You gotta take below ground I was down there My man Tech called me Like yo where you at I'm like I'm in the basement He's like the basement of what I'm like the deep Oh, like I straight be on high You know what I'm saying But it's been nice The past couple of days yeah. So I just go chill in the car Open the sunroof I be out there on, on, on my IG story Just talking shit Cause we still gotta come But you ain't doing shit yeah. So it's like But realistically You can take off whenever now So it's right. like If you just let me know Yeah I take off We can do All right, it Alright cool <laughs> You know I've never <clears throat> I've actually never gone live Really? Never I've never I've never Cause my thing is I don't wanna click it and two people show up. Cause I'm gonna feel like a jackass. Cause I be seeing people going hard for three people. Like, yo, this is a group FaceTime. <laughs> this is a Zoom. <laughs> like, this is the house this, party. This, this is Zoom. Yeah. And I be seeing people going hard for three and five people. And it just be like, I don't, I don't want to do that. So I saw you. Y'all have been acting a fool. Uh, yeah, the, uh, I'm, I'm retired from that live. Yeah. I, I swear I didn't even know you was on there. I told you it got sent to me. Boo live. They y'all were discussing the top promoters in it the was, city. It was two days. It was. A Two day Jonah was a promoter live that I commit that I committed to. Then once he's tried to take it in three and four days, I'm like, all right, Joe, like this is going too far. I ain't even like messy ball like this. Y'all not about to blow. And my that's kind of that's kind of what I I felt it was gonna come to. That's like all it is. Like, see, I didn't watch, but this is the thing. It yeah. got people. Everybody, I, I be I'm like. <laughs> uh what was the word from Street Fighter? I'm ingratiated into <laughs> foolishness now because of my alliances through like Philly social yeah. media. And everybody thinks that I'm like with the shits and I'm not with any of this shit. So whenever something pops, Lil Live, this like it's always getting sent to me. So DJ Bujong got sent to me the yeah. other day, and I'm like, what is this? She was like, Oh, they discussing top 10 promoters in the city. I'm like, promoters of what exactly? And she was like, like club promoters. I'm like, I don't go there. Like, I, I have no opinion on this. But I clicked on it. Yeah. It was Boo and Talib. Yeah. And Talib was like, it like it almost seemed like he was cursing Boo the fuck out. That's what it seemed like. So I just was like, oh, this is interesting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is interesting. So I watched it for like a good 30 seconds. Yeah. And I'm just like, all right, I had enough of this. I turned it off. 
So then whatever time went on, somebody else sent it to me. I'm like, oh, I've seen it already. She's like, no, it's hilarious because he going at it with A-Town. I'm like, where the fuck did they find yeah, it? Had, oh, yeah, we had the A-Town and Snacks expose. So that I saw it. I'm just like, yeah. Listen, it's, it's, all right, real quick before we get out of here. I got to talk about this shit. <laughs> so we had Snacks on there, and people was grinding Snacks up. And basically was like, yo, you stole A-Town money. That's fucked up, blah, blah, blah. You robbing retarded kid. So Snacks get on there. He like, yo, man, ain't nothing wrong with A-Town. He just had a degenerative disease. Like, that nigga smart. He know what's going on. Like, he ain't retarded. Like, he fooling y'all, blah, blah, blah. So the next day, A-Town want to come on to tell his side of the story. So he get on there telling his story, whatever, whatever. He like, yeah, Snacks is a fucking crook. That fat bitch, <laughs> like he curses Snacks the fuck out, right? So then Snacks come back on and he tell his story. He like, no, you gotta ask BL because BL was there. He know, blah blah blah. BL get on there and tell a whole different story. Snacks and A Town in the comments like, no, put Snacks on, put A Town on. <laughs> this nigga lying. Like this shit turned into like a whole mess. Who is, who is BL? BL is Butch Lewis' son, the boxing promoter. Okay, he's Butch Lewis' son, Brandon Lewis. <clears throat> From Delaware or whatever, but like you know, he in the music industry. He fuck with drama, Jeezy, That's the, the the real BL. The real BL. Right, yeah. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Name. So he he was he was he told a whole different story. He was like, yeah, Snacks wasn't there. Snacks in the comments like, get the fuck out of here, BL. I was there, nigga. You don't know what you talking about. So that that shit turned into like three hours of just like nonsense, man. And it was like it was so funny to see Snacks and A Town going at it. Then they was like, "No, put Snacks back on. He gonna tell the real shit." Like BL fucking lying, starving for entertainment. Just anything, and yeah. I'm just like, yo, y'all getting too bored. The other night, fucking uh, Aaron went live. Uh, uh, England, Aaron went live on her new page, and her and Boo just did an hour of like her. Like doing like scenes for movies, like acting, and like yeah, no, because like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a do mad. Give me a hold on, boo, count me down. Like that shit went on for an hour. I'm like, yo, I'm not watching this, man. Like this, shit, like motherfuckers is super bored. Club Lil was back up for two days. They got that oh, shit. Yeah? That shit got spammed, so that's over again. So it's just motherfuckers is starving for content. Yeah, just the anything. new King of Barris and Rashida Jones show comes out on Friday on Netflix. Hopefully, that'll hold y'all over, give y'all something to watch this weekend. Uh, other than that, the only like, thing with that, John, is kind of crazy is the fact that like it's called Black something. I don't know what it's called. It's called Black, because I was saying I hate things that have black in the title, like Blackish. Black as fuck. Black as fuck. That's the name of it. And it, it's, it's you know she's like half white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, that was kind of strange. That kind of threw me off when I saw yeah, that. And King Abaris is the creator of Blackish. Yeah. So it's just like. But I, it, look, it looks entertaining, though, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll set this IG Live thing up. Um, yeah, the whole the whole thing with the IG Live is we have to be we could just go live and add each other, but we need to be in the same place so that we can add y'all because we're right. trying to do a different format right. than we do with the podcast. Yeah, that would make total sense. Sort of like uh, I, I like the way they be doing it. Um, Amber and uh, Bria, like they'll both be there when they do they jump oh, for like okay. their podcast or whatever. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got uh nothing else. I'm, I'm solid two hours. Taylor, you got anything you want to say? No. Uh, we're out. Peace. 
Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.